Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're on. I think we're on. Yo. Yo. Uh, yep. Hello, everybody. Yo. Yo. You just did that like like the like the hype man in a modern mumble rap track. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. What happened to hype men? What did they all like start taking Zoloft? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> just, who? Who? Are, I think uh, the closest thing that you have to a hype man now is like. Whenever uh, fucking uh, Tyler the Creator is on somebody's track, oh yeah, yeah, because he'll always be in the background. Or like, uh, or Jason Derulo, yeah, just calling out his own name or going, "You already know who it is." You no, already know. no, I, no, I don't. Let's, <laughs> I'm sure many people do, but let's have it for the record anyway, because I don't know. You Tyler put a new album out. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I saw uh, Tears for Fears is putting out the first album in like. Twenty years or something <laughs> oh, like that. Shit. Yeah, I just saw that the other day. Wow. I like Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty wild. Yeah, good for them. Nice little blast from the past. Yeah, you think about a guy like Tom Petty, right? Uh-huh. Who like never stopped making albums, but all his albums got better the older mm-hmm. he got. Yeah, right. Like that dude was making great records. Like even ACDC for that matter. They're still putting out albums that were good. Like yeah, right up until now. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, who else was it? Uh, God, I forget. There's just a couple of acts that are putting out albums that I haven't done in a long time. Yeah. You know what? I read a New York Times article about a woman who I should have known more about named Lori Anderson. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. I didn't Mm-mm. know, like, anything about her, really. But she's been, like, kind of a, like a, uh, like a uh, paint artist and also music artist for, like, a long time. She put out an album in the early 80s, and the lead track from it was called Oh Superman. And it's this really weird track where it's like a sample of her going like, ah, 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 ah. And that's like the whole driving beat. And then her saying (laughs) things like, I'm not home right now. Leave a message at the tone. And like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? And here's the thing. Apparently, well, first of all, A, it's actually really good. (laughs) It's surprisingly interesting. Also, Iggy Pop, huge fan. And she was, like, married to Lou Reed. I didn't know that either. Oh, okay. (laughs) There's, like, all kinds of shit there I didn't know about this woman. I feel like I should have known who she she was. No, I got... God damn it, I'm working on it. breaking things. I'm not breaking it. I'm adjusting (laughs) it. Fucking... You you fix it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, Laurie Anderson is interesting. Lou Hmm. Reed was a fucking weird dude. Yeah, he was, wasn't (laughs) he? He was a fucking weird heroin addict. Yeah, and, like, angry, too, right? Yeah, he's just a weird... Just a strange man. Yeah. Such a perfect day. He wrote the best songs about heroin, though. <laughs> like, I've never done heroin, but I would yeah. imagine it's like listening to Lou Reed's Transformer. Uh, an ode to heroin. <laughs> yeah. He literally wrote a song called Heroin. Oh, really? Yeah. What was that song about? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> no, that was, on the, that was on the famous uh, Velvet Underground record with the banana on the front. The, the, the Warhol the, banana. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Velvet Underground and Nico. Mm, right. I'm, I'm waiting for my man. Guess what that song's about? Heroin. heroin. <laughs> Someone to bring you heroin. I'm waiting for my man, $26 in my hand. I, gee, I wonder what he's going to buy with that $26. <laughs> what could $26 buy in 1967? <laughs> Probably a solid amount of heroin. A decent amount of heroin, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. That's enough picking on Lou Reed. Yeah. He's already dead. I am the table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that's from a Metallica slash Lou Reed. Is it really compilation album? Yeah, 
Yeah, they did uh, and uh, Metallica fucking hates that because Lou Reed insisted that they <laughs> sang that line. So that's why that got beamed to death. I am the table. I am the table. That's very, <laughs> that's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, now that's enough picking on the. All right, well, we're, we're back. It's been a hot second. Yes. It's been. It's uh, me. I try to shake it's, off the cobwebs on this thing. Yeah, wake up there. Yeah, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, we How got a, y'all doing? Y'all we doing a, good? We got a wedding in like ten days. Oh shit! Yeah, I gotta uh, get. Oh, I gotta fucking. Oh, I gotta fucking get ready. <laughs> I lost track of what day of the week it was. I thought for sure it was on a weekend. No. It it sure ain't. Nope. I'm the minister in this wedding, and I didn't know what day it was. (laughs) (laughs) I had to ask my my boss and just be like, so uh, I got this completely wrong. I need three days off in the middle of the week. Yeah. (laughs) They probably (laughs) saved like uh, like 400%. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they probably saved a shitload of money. To book it during that time? Yeah, like, it would probably cost four times as much over the weekend. Yeah, I bet. They, you can't say 400%. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I think you can. You could do 100 per, Well, they give you, can't you save 400%. No, they give you three times what you would have paid back. Is that <laughs> yeah. how that works? <laughs> what a deal! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of weddings, did you guys read that thing that... Uh, well, I, I saw it before that, but Drew sent us... Oh, uh, yeah. About the, the fucking the Springer-esque inc- wedding. Yeah, yeah at uh, Mahoning yeah. Country Club, which is go- like the banquet hall for Mahoning Country Club. is The golf course is going to stay there. Right. But the banquet center is closing. Uh, and actually, a friend of mine, a friend of a friend, they're the last uh, reception there. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, what a send off. Yeah, can you uh, can you detail? Because I just kind of skimmed that when I got oh, it. Oh, okay. So like <laughs> right before the wedding started, uh, a couple of the groomsmen were joking about true uh, about how supposedly the bride fucked several of them, <laughs> include including the groom's brother, including oh, the groom's no. brother. Yeah, right. So this is the, the kind of thing you don't bring up at a wedding. You all just kind of give each other knowing looks at the wedding. <laughs> so know, the groom got fives. understandably the groom got angry and started fighting all of them. Right? Did he know that? I mean, it apparently not. Must have been a surprise to him. Apparently, he didn't know. And then, when all the grooms were going at it with each other, the bridesmaids started fighting. And then, <laughs> for no real reason. And then just, somebody's dad showed up after the cops showed up and yeah. got in the way and got fucking tased in the parking lot. So awesome. <laughs> awesome. You know, they, they say someone always goes down at one, one of, those. of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get, you got to make that joke at everyone. Yep. The only one nobody went. Oh, actually, no, someone did go down at my wedding. So oh, yes. A couple people, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's true. It's someone a, always goes down at one of these things. It's unavoidable. Yep. Uh, yeah. I made that. Uh, I remember I made that joke to Trisha for Ethan and Krista's wedding. I know. And then someone went down. Yeah, the grandma, grandma got grandma, knocked down. Grandma went down. <laughs> I did a little kid knock grandma down. <laughs> yeah, grandma went to pick her, like, scoot her chair out, and there was a little kid there. Grandma hit her head on the fucking basketball court. <laughs> like, fucking, like, Kyrie Irving going in hard in the paint. <laughs> I'm so Just glad everything worked out okay. Bam! Because that was horrifying. Yeah. In the moment, that was very, very upsetting to everyone yeah. involved. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about that was that the bridal party was still, like, coming yeah. in. Yeah, so the DJ... Is up there uh, on, in the front and yeah. starts playing the entrance music. All right. And we're all going, no, no, no. <laughs> Grandma's down. You got to wait. 
That was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's it's only funny because nobody died. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it was like in the moment, I remember like I had to be like, I had to like turn my head because I was like, I had this. You ever been in a real not funny situation and you can't? Yep. You can't stop yourself from it's, laughing. It's like giggling in church. It's like yeah, you can't stop it. I couldn't it. control it. I had to be like, because I remember, I think it was Krista's dad was just getting announced and like fucking, uh, he just comes dancing out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, like, but he's like, hands up. Hey, like doing that. And meanwhile, there's they like, don't know what's happened. There's a, cr- point. there's a crowd around grandma. People are all like <laughs> kneeling over her and everybody's going, stop. No. And I remember it just struck me as so funny that I had to like, I like turned to Trisha and I'm like, I can't, I need you to block me. I can't be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god unbelievable <laughs> awesome. hey, we, had, we had a really great time visiting them recently yeah they're uh, awesome that little munchkin is real cute yeah. she looks just like krista yeah she's really funny yeah we had a great time in chicago that was that was a that was a wonderful wonderful that is a wonderful trip that was a wonderful trip yeah she's a cute baby dude yeah she's she a great is. napping partner we were like we were getting ready the last time they came out uh last month we were barbecuing and they were in the kitchen getting stuff ready to barbecue. And uh, I took a nap with that baby. Aww. I was just like, she was fussy and I picked her up and sat on the chair and we both fell asleep for like yeah. 30 minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I, there's something really nice about like both babies and dogs where they just fall asleep yep, with you. Just napping with a baby. And just like, it's just like a trust it's thing. Like, it's like going to sleep with Mr. Rogers, right? It's yeah. just something. <laughs> right. No, it's like, curl, it's like curling up in bed with Fred Rogers. Hello, neighbor. He's got like, oh, a, yeah. he's in a robe with, a, you know, like chrysanthemums on it or something. He breaks out Daniel the tiger. He's yeah. like, what's going on here? And the king, oh, I see you are all quite sleepy. <laughs> Hold on. <coughs> Let me help you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like getting a hand job from a puppet. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, that's what, you know, that's what having kids is like. <laughs> having kids is like getting a handy from the king from Mr. Rogers while the lion watches. Yep. Uh, it's a tiger. King Daniel Tiger. <laughs> Fucking whatever. King Friday the 13th. Yeah. That is his name, isn't it? it? That is his name. Yeah, King Friday. Goofy. King Friday the 13th. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but Fred Rogers was a uh, sniper, and he was covered with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. Every time I get a chance, I have to bring I remember I, I did that to you in college. I told you that one time. <laughs> I was just trying to, like, you know, and you're like, no, he fucking didn't. <laughs> like, ah, all right. Yeah, I hadn't heard that before you told me yeah. that. He's just like, no, he fucking did. just like, absolutely not. I'm like, no, he did. And you're like, no, he fucking Bull did. Bull fucking <laughs> shit. They, All right. No, he did. <laughs> there's a there's a persistent urban legend in the same vein about John Denver. Oh, really? Uh, about how uh, Sunshine on My Shoulders uh, was about how he was he was in Vietnam and he no. his favorite trick was to hide a tree, wait for wait for a VC patrol to go by, then whistle. <laughs> And when they turned around, the sun would be behind him, and it'd, it'd blind them momentarily so he could pick them off. <laughs> no. John, Gen- John Denver was just a, a drunk country boy. Yeah. That's, that's all he was. Yeah. Do you remember South Park's The John Denver Experience? Vaguely. It was like an amusement park ride that's a fucking airplane yeah. that just <laughs> swings around and then crashes into a mountain several times. It oh deposits you upside down in a river. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Rocky Mountain High. That's extremely fucking dark. Uh, celebrity accidents. Uh, I so love funny. them. I love I them. My favorite, one of my favorite rap lines is, I think I've said it before. One of my favorite rap lines is an Eminem line in, uh, from his first record. Uh, it, like The line is something like, I get too blunted off of Funny Homegrown because when I smoke out, I hit the trees harder than Sonny Bono. Oh, yeah. Like, That's such a good line. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's fucking dark, man. Um, well, why don't, we, uh, why don't we talk about why we're fucked? Are we fucked? Are we feeling fucked? Yeah. 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 I feel a little fucked. Go ahead. I don't know. You're, you're hosted. You, yeah, I guess you, I could kick it you, off. You tell us. Well, what you why want. don't I start with okay, uh, Chris? So why are you? I fucked? have one. Uh, so, <laughs> ooh, look at that. See, I dodged it. I dodged it by being ready. Yeah, I'm, we're fucked because I hate liberals. I'm just. I'm, I knew you were gonna bring this up, <laughs> I'm just, so I didn't. I just. I'm tired. I'm tired of like people fighting, like picking their battles over the wrong thing. Uh huh. Like yeah. it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna stand for something, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Fine. That's cool. But, like, you know, make sure that the battle that you're picking is, like, one that's actually worth fighting. Or one that you can mm. win. Or one that you can win. <laughs> For fuck's sake, they managed to, you know, flip two, you know, uh, chambers of the of the government, right? We've right. Got, we, well, no, they... They have the Senate as but, well, don't they? Yeah, both chambers yeah. of the of Congress and then also and the, presidency. the presidency. Yeah. yeah. So they've managed to capture all three of these things, and now they're going to sit there, you know, uh, sword fighting with their dicks over what's good enough to pass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Just, and then when they do settle on something, it's it's like, please, please, Mr. McConnell, can we pass a law? <laughs> <laughs> please, Mr. McConnell. <laughs> It's just like, is it okay if we pass a law but today, the thing is Mr. Like, McConnell? No. Government has never worked like that. There's never been like a slam dunk in government. Yeah, like right. there's always going to be stuff thrown onto bills that you're not going to like. Yeah, that's right. how stuff gets passed. That's how government works. It's ironic in a way that this is being caused by progressives mm -hmm. who fail to see how incremental progress is progress. Right. Progressive doesn't. Why does it have to mean? We will hold out until we get every last little thing right. we want. Hmm. And don't even get me started on like the Dave Chappelle thing that just like he, he has a new comedy special. I want to see that. Yeah. They're, mm -hmm. Well, they're they're after him because he like he like. Oh, let's talk about it. I don't know what they're saying. He's, he's stuck up for J.K. Rowling. Was oh, what yeah. it was. He was like, you know, they're fucking coming after J.K. Rowling. Like, yeah, which is like, you know, whatever she said is whatever she said. But like, yeah. You know, you, that's who you they, like. OK, <laughs> here's all right. Let me let me bring this up, because I was thinking about Chappelle this. always says, you know, the, the, the L's, the G's and the B's. Mm. They love me, but the T's hate my guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, l l let me. Let me OK, so the, 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 the violent crimes against trans people <clears throat> have been on the rise. Yeah. Yeah. Steadily for the last like what? 10 years or so. Yeah, I think so. Why? It, it, kind of in step with visibility. Why do you think mm. that is? I think you just said it. Yeah. It's in step with visibility. It's it's as right. people become aware of stuff, their whatever their you know, their bigotry comes out in in measurable ways. So, uh, so the louder you shout about it, and I'm like I'm there's there it's great. It's great to raise awareness that that these people are also people. Yeah, right. That's fine. They've been around forever. But when you're right. like when you're shouting down your opposition so much. Mm. All you're doing is playing into the hand of the people who are already like, well, see, this mm. is what it's going to become now. 
Do you know what I'm saying? You know what? It's hard to have this conversation without someone accusing you of victim blaming, and I get it. I don't give a shit. You know, but there is a way to look at this where it's like you can't you can't always shout people down. Like you you can shout people down. (laughs) Like, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. well, who's who's shouting who down? J.K. Okay, so J.K. Rowling is a perfect example. Right. Well, uh, I, I think I read some of what she had to say. I didn't agree with her. I don't either. But I, but I also think that the place that she was coming from wasn't a place of, of hatred. It was a place of like women's women's issues have been important to her for a very, very long time. Right. And there are people specifically, you know, like and they with, and they are, in fact, mutually exclusive. Do you know what I'm saying? A, a, little, a little bit. <laughs> there, it's, it's sort of a zero sum thing on some level where. Right. Women don't. Reason reasonably, a lot of women do not feel comfortable being around men in many intimate spaces for reasons sure. of having been abused by men. Understandable. Right. So then when trans women, you know, who bring some masculinity, at least to the mm. table, freak some of these women out. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. either. No, it's that's 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 a that's a them problem. But that's I but a, I understand a problem with trans people. But I exactly. But it's I, not it's not, it's a, not a problem with trans, trans people. Right. right. But I understand. But I understand saying. it. I understand it. Yeah. And to just shout somebody down for that opinion over and over and over again and to go so far as to, like, threaten their life. Well, the question is, like, can we talk about it? Can we just anymore? can we just talk about stuff anymore? Are we not it? even allowed to talk about things? Right. You know, the thing is, I, I don't agree with J.K. Rowling, but like if reasonable people can't have conversations, I don't think we get anywhere. I don't I don't I don't understand how how. Uh, see, I don't I don't I don't think she's been shouted down. She she still has every platform in the world. To, yes, but she's also received death threats. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's been I mean, what, like what famous person hasn't. Well, right. Well, I know. But do you, do you like do you, like every day people are like just. Pick, 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 pick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just wonder why we can't have both. Why can't we have respect for trans people and also let people express the fact that they're a little uncomfortable with former men in their lady spaces? Right. Like, uh, okay, that's a you problem, but you should be able to talk about it. Right. You can't. You can't just expect this change to happen right now. It doesn't happen. Doesn't overnight. happen overnight. Well, that's the other thing too. I think sometimes I've heard I've heard gay people express some frustration with the fact that it's like. You know, like they fought for decades, exactly decades, decades, and then essentially, you know, other social causes hopped on their Their train, train. right? (laughs) Right, absolutely true. Now, I don't know what to do with any of this information. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to express bigotry here, I'm just saying. People are slow to change. You're so careful about how you put it. I, well, yeah. <laughs> like, you're so careful. Because please you, don't get Joby. <laughs> please don't get. But, but, like, the, I, like it's to the point where, where you get just fed up with it. Yeah. Like you're you're so many of these fucking people are like you're playing into the hand of exactly what everybody thinks about college age white people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a, that's the other thing, too. Is it's pretty much it's as with everything else now, it's right. white it's white people. Sticking their necks out. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're playing right into the other side's hand because you, everything that they're saying is about you is what you're perpetrating. Okay, but but at the same time, we opened up this this topic by pointing out that uh, violence against trans people has been on, yes. right, has been steadily increasing over the past decade. So there's or so. a real problem there. Uh, yeah, and there's only so much patience that I think people can reasonably have. Yeah. Yes, but I'm saying that I, I agree with that. I'm saying that it's it's a, a circle 
because they're the louder you are about it, the more it's going to incite that. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's not that's not on the people being loud. I don't think I that's think, a little on the people being loud. I think it's entirely uh, the people on the other side who don't know what to do with with uh, who who can't change or refuse to change. Yeah, I'm not going to give like I'm not going to give violent bigots too much. No, I'm not here. either. But I, but I'm saying it's definitely part of it's just the like when we step way back and look at like how the circle of outrage and violence continues. I'm seeing I'm saying rage begets rage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. And in, in, in inability sure, to talk about things without escalating to uh, fuck you go away forever go away, or I'm die. A, yeah. Well, sure. But in my in my in my view, in my estimation, there's one side. There's only one side that has any justification for being for being angry. That's also fair. Yeah, that's I, also yeah, fair. I get that, too. That's also absolutely fair. It's, it's just like, OK, so for some reason, not for it's not like it's mysterious. There's a reason why this thing like. Russell's people's jimmies as hard as it does because like the ideas we have about like gender are a there is like a biological root to them so they're primal they're like in the back of our heads and and b really heavily cultured yes and there's all these you know things that people are expected to do as a result of gender and I just think it weirds people out in their reptile brains yeah I mean but you know 99% of the time you know like, you know, really, uh, you know, the conventional idea of a man and the conventional idea of a woman, those aren't going anywhere. No, right. we're, we're always going to have, you know, heterosexual couples. We're always going right. to have cisgender. Unfortunately, couples. I'm trying to make everyone <laughs> gay because <laughs> that's just, you know, that's just that's just biology. That's yeah. just biology. That's yeah. just nature. Sure. It's just the fact that, you know, <clears throat> nothing there's very little in nature that is ever uh, perfectly binary and, Abs- mu- of and mutually exclusive of 100 percent of right. the time. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Like inter intersex peoples are a real mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. if and if yeah, if, if intersex people can be, can be, you know, why? Why is like a non-binary gender identity yeah. or, or a, uh, an alternative gender identity. Why is that so, you know, yeah. it's not, so, so hard to conceive it, of? It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Cause I just don't look into other people's bowl as much and, well, you know, and be like, right. well, who cares? Well, you know, uh, I don't know. This doesn't jive with my understanding. Well, of course it of doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Cause it's not your life experience. Yeah. Right. right. That's, that's right. what it is. But like what I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, do you want to do you want to get upset about the fact that trans people are are like mm-hmm. being openly attacked or do you want to get up in arms over a comedy special? <laughs> Is it like you're 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 Well, it can be both. It why can, not the bowl? Why not but a comedy special is a comedy special. Mm-hmm. Sure, but there is I mean there's there's such a thing as bad Okay, so There's such a thing as bad taste. Oh but, yeah. Well, but, bad bad takes as well. Uh, sure. Um, I, I'm the, I'm all the, bad taste. <laughs> the, the line, the line that I saw uh, mm. from from this uh, most recent Chappelle special. He said, "I think I'm Team Turf, right?" Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. If you're unfamiliar, is trans exclusionary radical, radical feminism. feminism. Yeah. Um, That's that term just has stank on it to begin with. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It's like, um, it's real fighting words as a, as a definition. It doesn't start well, in a fair place to me. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to be aware that, uh, turfs were the one who, the ones who came up with that term. Yeah. 
Um, oh, really? He, he, he doesn't seem to be aware of that. I was unaware of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know. Why would, no, you, we, why would you name yourself so hostily? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know, because, because bigotry is just, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing is... is um, one of one of the parts of, of this quote was he says uh, uh, that uh, trans people will you know make up words to win arguments instead <laughs> like uh, there's a little but, bit of academia yeah. that's very interested in rerouting our language but the the terminology isn't difficult to come up with and it's it's not yeah it never comes from like a place. I mean, nobody that I've talked to, it's, it, you know, has ever come from a place of like disingenuity, yeah. uh, disingenuousness. No. About uh, you know, bringing the bringing this, you know, the the new vocabulary about gender into into discussions about you know our new understandings of gender. Yeah. Um, it's it, it it struck me as a, as a real. I I like I don't I want to know who he's been talking to because it seems like a very very. Uh, ill-informed take Twitter yeah that shit exists on Twitter I will I will I, this is what I was thinking as you were saying that is would we have had this kind of conversation from the get-go if Twitter had been around in, in you know the 60s when yeah you know like you see the beginning of like a gay rights movement right mm-hmm. would we have had this kind of a problem if we had had access to something like Twitter back then where like because there, there is a thing of like inventing new terminology, yes. very like uh, very academic language for these concepts that we don't give names to or think yeah, that yeah, much yeah. about, and it's useful to define them too. But there is like there is kind of a war of language. It is, yeah, yeah. And, and if you can win with language, you can kind of, I don't know. Sometimes you can reform an entire an entire argument. Yeah, yeah. But it, uh, he, he, but they're not the only ones that do it either. No, everybody. No. I, I, he's, he's definitely making yeah, like like uh, you know the based and red pilled crowd. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. it's not. It's not exclusive to this group of people. It's absolutely. No. It's it's. But he's making it seem like it's it's done uh, to argue disingenuously when it's really not. I wouldn't think so either. I don't no. think for the most part I, it's a disingenuous thing. It's I I I just think that you know. For as smart of a, a guy as Dave Chappelle is, it just seemed like a really badly informed take. Well, it's like... Yeah. The, I, I, I kind of want to see the special in context. Yeah, I want to see it. Because I, I, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I got to be... But, like, yeah. the, the... I don't think it's fair to get as angry at that as it is to get as angry at trans people being... Yeah. No, but you can you can definitely discuss both things. You know, you, sure. You don't you don't have to pick only one battle. But you also don't have to cancel somebody for their opinion. Who's getting canceled? The, the they're, they're called they're calling they're calling to pull him off of Netflix and cancel their contract. Yeah. Well, you I think mean, that'll, you think that'll happen? I do not. At this I don't. Point. Th- I, I mean, don't think pu- so. Public, opin- public opinion has always guided media. I mean, I don't. See, I know, but I don't that is this is any different. But that's a s- very slippery slope to censorship. It's a very, and I'm going to take the right. Nah. No, seriously, it is a very slippery slope to censorship. Mm. You know, it's funny that censorship thing. I I get stuck on this a lot too because it's true that shouting someone down and telling them to go yes. away is. It's not exactly censorship. No, but it's it it, it it's, is it's getting there. It's do you know what I'm it, saying? It's sort of activist in the sense that it's like okay, well, what motivates the platforms that let people talk is what people think, and if you can get those platforms to you know push someone off, then you've de facto censored them. If you've, even if you haven't actually censored them, but 
in the marketplace of ideas, shitty ideas get shouted down all the all time. All the time, sure. That's yeah. like a good thing, you know? Yeah. It's funny, though, but when it comes to this thing, it feels different. Yeah, it doesn't it? I don't know why. I think it's just, I, I don't know why. I think it's just maybe that everything's happening so damn fast. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just, I, mm. I think cancel culture is very, I think it's dangerous. It, like, maybe that is a, uh, a right-wing opinion. But I, I think I think it is absolutely someone like uh, Aziz Ansari, right, has a really bad date <laughs> and everybody's calling for his fucking head. Yeah, that dude uh, didn't have a career for two years because uh, yep. he because uh, he had what? a bad date, yeah. a bad date. Well, what what happened was he took a girl out on a date and she basically told the story of how it was creepy and more sexual than she wanted it to be. But. There is a fair argument to be to ha- be had there, and I think many many feminist writers have said the same thing: is do we not have the agency to say no and to leave this situation? Like, yeah, like are we? Is it sure? It, like, is it? Isn't it wrong to infantilize women in such a way to say that they don't have the ability to say I don't like this and walk away? Yeah, right. and is is Ethan sorry going to stop you? He's four foot nothing. <laughs> like, right. Well, no, and the thing is, like, it, she it, went on with the date. She, she went on comfortable. With, she went on with the date, and then like they ended up back at his apartment or something. Yeah, right? he ended up shoving his fingers in her mouth and yeah. like what was supposed to be a weird. But but she said stop, and he stopped. Right, and then they sure. sat on the couch for a while, and then yeah, got and, touchy again, and, and, and what, then she left. He ordered he ordered her wine for uh, yeah that was my favorite part of the article he wouldn't she told let this, me order he did not order. ask me my choice of wine <laughs> that was an ominous precursor he, he he was clearly not going to ask for her consent because he didn't ask her what kind of wine she wanted hmm. meanwhile charlie sheen's out there spreading aids <laughs> <laughs> nobody's fucking coming down on charlie sheen <laughs> <laughs> Jacking off the child porn and oh god, the evilest motherfucker, the fucking most evil person. <laughs> this is such a difficult topic to talk about, but you know what? I, I know, but like, can I just say I'm grateful that we are because well, this that's is the thing what that I mean. fucking bothers me because we all have we all have different opinions at this table, obviously on this. I think we do. So it's it's important to like. Because this is a discussion that's happening nowhere else. You can't mm. have you it. You cannot have it. As an orthodox Except amongst friends. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You cannot have this argument on, on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not on the internet, but I would go so far as to say as to say like this this conversation isn't happening somewhere else. Well, it, right, but not on. But like, I have many a friend who are kind people who, if I was to have this conversation with them, they'd write me off, and yeah. they, they might hear this and decide <laughs> I'm bigoted. But I'm I'm trying not to sound like that. I don't. Just, I don't. I don't think anyone could reasonably say that. But that's the problem. You're, you're trying not to sound bigoted. <laughs> right. You you feel like you have to censor yourself for. I, I feel like this idea. Uh, I feel like if you don't talk in very careful ways yeah. about this, people write uh, you right. off. Now, if I have a shitty opinion on this very public podcast that we do, please feel free to tell me that I have a shitty opinion. If right. you think I'm an asshole, and I, I'm think, wrong, I think you're an asshole. Fuck it. Well, obviously. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. But if you think if you think I'm, tell me, I, I don't have a problem with that. Right. But you don't have to like you don't have to fucking berate people and yell and scream at them until it becomes like like a fucking like serious <laughs> like you're actively promoting hate. Now, devil's advocate here. When people are getting killed for being who they are, that might be the point to get pretty serious. Absolutely. That's, that's, but but I'm not perpetrating yeah. that. Dave Chappelle's not perpetrating that. Right. J.K. Rowling's not perpetrating it. And they might be contributing factors yeah. to it, but the reaction is shouldn't be the same to those people 
Yeah. That it is two people who go out and beat the shit out of. Let's, let's get right back to J.K. Rowling because for uh, we're talking about this forever, but it's it's interesting to me. Is <laughs> that okay? Yeah, yeah keep talking whatever. about this we're, for a second. We're here, yeah. we're here now. I, I fucking, right. I opened this, this Pandora's This is probably box. our whole why we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, in particular, J.K. Rowling had an abusive relationship in the past, yes. right? J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. was an abused woman, mm-hmm. right? Women's issues are extremely important to her personally, academically, etc., so while I don't think there's any realistic likelihood that a trans woman will be- beat her up in the bathroom. No. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. But, but you can kind of see people are freaked out from passing. We're all products of our past. Yeah. We all have our various extents of trauma. Sure. I can empathize with a person yeah. who carries fear from things that happened to them in the past and maybe just isn't ready to get over this hump that like. And it gets harder the older you get, too. Sure. So I can empathize with it. I don't agree, but I can empathize empathize with it. That's the key is having empathy for the opinion. Just to go off on a tangent here. It's always it's always the bathrooms. Yeah, I know. Which is hilarious because, well, (laughs) the the rest of the world is more dangerous than a bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And especially especially a public bathroom. I'm I'm thinking of like, you know, I don't know. You're you're with your kid at like Applebee's or whatever uh you know (laughs) like if you're if your kid Mm -hmm. if you think they're too young to go into the bathroom by themselves you take them you just go into the bathroom with them that's Mm -hmm. been a thing parents have done forever for literally forever forever um yeah but also you know if you're really, really that concerned about it, it's it's not it's not for the kids. It's just because they don't want they don't trans want people and yeah, absolutely, right. um, absolutely. It's, it has nothing to do with the kids because if it was about the kids, they would be keeping an eye on people the kid knows and trusts. Sure, you know, right? Uh, their Sunday school teacher, uh, you know, the uh, fucking um, the principal. The guidance counselor. Right. We yeah. priest. Can we, can we do a thought experiment? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is it? Is this going to be your game? No, this is just very stupid. So, <laughs> okay, whatever. So let's say you're like in college, right? And like the smoking hottest girl in your class, right? Is, is you know, like, you should like, oh God, she's so hot. And yeah. then the next week she comes in. She's a dude now. Okay. And then you go to the bathroom and she comes in and takes a big shit right next to you. Okay. And this was just the girl you thought was the hottest girl in school like a week ago. Implying people shitting is <laughs> <laughs> has anything to do with how hot they are. Dear no, diary, I, jackpot. My whole thought experiment <laughs> is what feelings do you have about this? <laughs> um, hey, does she a hot does she make a hot dude? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is he, is he hot? Yeah. yeah. Is he still hot? He's super hot. <laughs> still a hot dude. Right. I, but do I, you I maybe feel confused I, a I maybe don't want to <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm, I did when he I'm, was a her. I'm just very confused. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm straight. So, it, you know, <laughs> I am straight. I'm he, straight. And no slanderous troll. You know, <laughs> transitions. Uh, you know, I'm OK. Yeah, that, that's still cool. a hot dude. That's right. cool. I'm just not, you know, right, I'm just but does not that dump. Dudes. Is that dump different? <laughs> no, somehow it has to you? nothing to do. No, with it. I just no, think the everybody poops. Dump, everybody you know? poops. Right. Everybody has, does poop. You could be. That is true. Carmen Electra is hugging her. I don't, I don't know why I brought this. Carmen Electra right now is shitting <laughs> somewhere on a private island, just fucking with her yeah. hand against the stall door. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> right. She's got, got one of her uh, one of her high heels off to get like good yeah. like leverage on yeah. the floor. Speaking of hot, can we talk about fucking Britney Spears? Fucking just crushing Ooh, it, dude. Oh. 
How is unbelievable. she still unbelievable? She's also still like, and she not has, even forty. She has like two kids as well, right? Two, yeah. two kids. She was fucking harangued by people by the press. Yeah. For uh, years, spent and, some time in a in a in the psych ward, right? Yeah, right. because she was like fucking tortured and stalked. And right. then her father fucking like, <clears throat> uh, in, like a la, a la uh, fucking Brian Wilson, same yeah. same thing, conservatorship, like yep. fucking just took yeah. over her life. Now and, and now she's completely free of all that. And yeah. through all of this, you, you know, you think she'd be like Shelley Longed by this point, <laughs> like, oh my just God. like completely lost her mind. <laughs> she not only is she, uh, she like, looks exactly as good. She looks exactly as good as she did when the Hit Me Baby One More Time video. Now came out. imagine, mm. total, imagine total, total. Not that like being a total fox is everything, but she still has it. Now you're at the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You're standing at a urinal. Bradley Spears walks in, mm -hmm. <laughs> starts pissing next to you, and lets a big fart go. Okay, how do you feel? I'm, Are you a little turned off? I I, no, I, I I am. I turn to him and say, "Nice one, <laughs> nice, nice one, bro." I heard this is where all the dicks hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I just think it's funny. It's, that's it. That's yeah. the whole. Yeah. So shout out to. I guess the whole point of this is to say shout out to Britney Spears. Still fucking, still fucking has it, dude. That was the real whole point. Hashtag, I, I've been a hashtag free Britney here for like three years now. Oh, yeah. You fucking, know what? Fucking free Britney. I'm glad she's free. I, I honestly thought it was all kooky, but now I see. No. I, th I think we, I think we owe that, uh, that dude from like, what, 15 years ago on YouTube, an apology. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, the leave, the leave Britney the leave alone. Britney guy. alone. Yeah. yeah. We, th let's apologize to that guy. Yeah. I think, I think we owe him an apology. Like his name is Chris something. Yeah. Chris Crocker. That sounds, that right. sounds yeah. right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I think we all owe him. We do owe him. <laughs> America <laughs> owes no. Chris Crocker. An because apology. now everybody is like, yeah, fucking leave Britney alone. <laughs> yeah. She's been through enough. Yeah. He was leave Britney alone literally before it was cool. Add that, to, add that yeah. to the other extensive list of reasons that boomers suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. But also, I think that guy like like to kiss his brother. Oh, really? Maybe. <laughs> leave your brother alone. Dude. Maybe he's Italian. <laughs> Oh, uh, manja, manja, manja. Oh, manja, manja. Trying to, Ooh, trying hey, to oh. imply something here. Wait, <laughs> Gabagool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're doing that in the theater, uh, right? The Gabagool. <laughs> yeah. Gabagool. Oh, yeah. Tony, I, Tony I, Soprano meets the Gabagool. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. Have we talked about J.K. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry I opened this this massive political discussion no, on a no, comedy no. podcast. I, I just thought it was interesting because I know we all have different takes. Well, I think that if you can't talk about this shit, nothing good happens. Right. Nothing moves forward. And actually, exactly. my recommendation is re related to this, too. It's funny that okay. you brought this up. My uh. recommendation is directly tied to this. So. My recommendation is read all the Harry Potter books. <laughs> And watch Chappelle's show. My recommendation is catch a flight and go to J.K. Rowling's house. <laughs> Knock on her door and scare her a bit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Please don't do that. Don't do that. Does she, st she still live in England? Old I'd imagine so. England. England. I would yeah. imagine so. Oh. Oh, God. Was that your ass? No. Wow. I think, was it, were those the dogs? No, that no. was his ass. Oh. No. <laughs> well, anyway. All right, uh, who's next? Nah, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was that was a great why we're fucked. I almost, I don't, I don't know. Do you have something? Maybe I have something I haven't thought of yet. Um, I guess I'm, uh, I guess I'm fucked because, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know really if I'm, if I'm particularly fucked. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. I guess I just want because uh, we we have two weddings this month that yeah. we gotta be at uh, Aubrey and I, and uh, so it's been it's been like I think four over the course of this summer and and into fall. You get burnout on them real quick. I'm sure I'm, you. Very much burned out. Wait till you get like married. To, uh, After your wedding is done, you're going to be uh, fucking over him forever. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to want to go to another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, like, it ruins your, your take of weddings, <laughs> which as a male, they're already pretty low. You already, <laughs> as a man, you typically already don't give a shit about weddings. I mean, you know, you're happy, but you're just not thrilled. You're, you're not, not over the moon. Right. You're not snapping pictures um, the same way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm just going to look at the bride. I mean, the same like, way. I mean, like, you know, obviously, you know, to be there for my brother's wedding was was awesome. Yeah, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's it's to a point now where I just like, you know, I just want I just want to stay home like yeah. more than more than two weekends in a row. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the plight of the American working man. <laughs> I just want to stay home. After last weekend, I was like, I need another fucking weekend. Yeah. Like this shit. Just I, I just want. Can I? How yeah. can I? How can I just be home for a weekend? Well, I mean, you know, and obviously I'm I'm looking forward to Gable's wedding. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it is. I, it, it's going to be fun. They're always a good time. It's just the. I don't know what we're going to do with all the time that we have. So Christy and I are staying there Monday and Tuesday night. Yeah. Maybe Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What are we going to do with all that time? Oh, what is th- how are we going to occupy think three whole days? I think we're going to stay there Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, and then come back Wednesday. Come back Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Because I have uh, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Uh huh. So I'll have Wednesday to myself. Okay. There's yeah, no, I don't know. There, what there's nothing. Oh, you know what? Hockey will be on on Wednesday. So Ooh. there's that. Yes. Because the hockey season is starting up. Yes, it uh, is. We're in the full swing of football season, which is great. Hockey season starts uh, this coming week. Yeah, uh-huh. the 12th. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get to see the actual Seattle Kraken instead of just the farm. The farm. The farm. The farm team. boys. <laughs> um, farm team. They're going to suck. They're going to be there. It's not going to be like the Knights. No. Like the Knights came out of nowhere and fucking like stormed through their opening season. Did they, did, they, uh, they're already a powerhouse. Did they not have that, uh, whatever it was, that drafting privilege that the. Uh, oh, they did. They just chose horribly. Oh. <laughs> they just. They chose really bad. Oh. They don't have like Alex Tuck or, or fucking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 I was going to say Lemieux. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> the, no, they don't. The goalie, um, uh, Flurry. Flurry. They yeah. don't have Marc Andre Flurry. Flurry. They don't. They don't have anybody like that. Mm-hmm. ESPN gave their draft grades, and I almost never agree with ESPN. But like, they got like a C minus draft grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like for the expansion draft, yeah, you never know. Something might happen. Something might. A little magic. Well, they also have up till the trade deadline to make something work, which I think is what they're banking on. Oh, okay. They might be able to pull some magic from the trade deadline. Okay. Or from free agency, because there's a lot of... Tuka Rask is on injured reserve. Yeah. um, And he's not contracted currently. And like everything that the Bruins are saying is, no, he'll be back once once he recovers from his surgery. Think they're hoping to snag him up? They might be if they offer him more money. Tuka Rask has played like what ten or eleven years with the Bruins. Yeah, you know it's that's a long time for one team in the NHL. Yeah, that's a very long time. So yeah. we'll see. I, I would hate to see him go because, despite what all the fans in Boston say, I'm still a Tuka Rask fan. I think he's yeah. still like like stat line wise. I know he doesn't have any cups, but stat line wise, he's like clearly the best goalie of the last 10 years mm-hmm. like he's got like a 0.938 save percentage yeah. yeah he's incredibly good 
Um, so yeah. Hey, I know why I'm fucked. People are mad about the mini saints of Newark. <laughs> no, <laughs> although that is, uh, like I said, I don't want to hear any bitching about this that fucking was, movie. That was a good movie. It's a good movie. That was a good movie. We got to hear Do- uh, uh, not Dominic Shanae's. What's his name playing uh, Junior. Junior? We got to hear him say your, your sister, sister's cunt. cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I read an article the other yeah. day. He used to use that line just to get in character. Yeah. Sisters, sisters, cunt. That was enough to get him into character. <laughs> yeah, he said there's something about it. It just it he never had the right makings there. of a varsity athlete. <laughs> I don't hear any bitching about that fucking. That was movie. a good movie. Good movie. Good movie. I'm fucked because I can't hold a shit anymore. I just can't do it. Oh, yeah, I just can't <laughs> hold a shit anymore, and I don't know why. I do know why. A year and a half of working from home and never having to hold a shit. Now I can't hold a shit. It's a problem. It's a serious problem. Dave, loose asshole, you got to you gotta start doing uh, uh, you do like kegels at kegels. my desk. Yeah, yeah. It's also I, a good way to hold your cum in. Oh yeah. So sure. if you don't want to cum as fast, you just you just kegel. Just holding my cum in. Holding my cum. Hi, my name is Holding my cum. Holding <laughs> my cum. No, I like the other day. I I had to take a shit, and I felt. Like it felt like there, it was gonna come out somewhere else in my body. Oh, inside of my body. Jesus Christ! <laughs> There's something wrong now. This is what yeah. happens when you don't have to practice not pooping for <laughs> this long. That's it. That's the whole thing. All right. Well, fair enough. I'm sure this was as exciting and enriching to everyone as the turf discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so when I when I worked at four in the morning at my job, yeah, uh, I would wake up at like. 325 so I didn't have time to take a proper shit I would get like a like the prelims out of the way <laughs> and then there's always like there's always like that second round you yeah know, if you're I think that's a dude I have thing. a shit at nine and I have a shit at ten yeah it's, I, I think that's why. a dude thing so like by the time I got to work it's like round two yeah so there were a couple times there where it's like you you know you're like walking to the bathroom and you got to stop <laughs> yes <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying that, when I was in Chicago not once but twice two nights back to back you got to stop I almost shit my pants going back to the Airbnb. Yeah. I couldn't get out of my car. I have numbers of pairs of dirty crap fucking briefs. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, I parked the car and I was like, ah, and Christy goes to get out and the light comes on in the car and I'm like, no, people can see me contorting my body. I remember we were on the road trip with uh, Seth and Melissa, me and Drew, when we went to the Outer Banks. Yeah. And Seth had to take a shit. And, like, Melissa and Drew kept teasing him, and he's, like, trying to find a gas station, and he's like, shut the fuck up! He's, like, trying to hold it in. <laughs> he's going, ah, shut up, shut the fuck up, everybody be quiet! Was he driving the fucking he's driving car? driving the car. You know how terrifying that is to me? <laughs> yeah. Because I know that panic. Anyone behind the wheel in that state is not trustworthy. <laughs> it was so funny. They'll drive into the fucking woods yeah. if they have to. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, get out of this. Yeah, why don't we move on here um, to a little thing that we like to call smoking and drinking and dorping. Uh, let's take a break. I don't have a game. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's all right. It's Old, fine. the no games dude cast. I know. <laughs> we'll we'll have to we'll have to uh, get back into the regular swang of things and yeah yeah. I want to do sketches again. Yeah. yeah, I want to do. I want to do. I we, wanna, we have some good ones on deck. We got what? What the the 
what the f- second got, chair yeah. flautist, f- uh, flatulist. We got right. Yeah, the second chair flatulist of the flatulist orchestra. Flatulist of the yeah. orchestra. Uh, let's have, see. Pillsbury Doughboy, but he's racist. Yeah. Hamburger <laughs> Helper, but he's racist. <laughs> A Chester Cheetah, but he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Hogan. Yeah, gay no. Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't uh, everyone loves gay Macho Man? Who's to say? Uh, I love. Gay who's Macho to say Man. Chester Cheetah isn't gay uh, as is? I don't. Well, we don't know. We don't know. He, right. Maybe yeah. he's dangerously queer. <laughs> dangerously queer. <laughs> Dangerously, <laughs> dangerously. <laughs> he doesn't have genitals, as far as I who, can tell. Who, so I don't. Or Andy Warhol was dangerously queer. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I, I think Jeffrey Dahmer was dangerously, dangerously queer. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, fucking what's his name? The uh. the uh, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos is dangerously queer. <laughs> yes, but for totally totally uh, different unique reasons. reasons. Yeah, dangerously queer. Uh, the Spartans. The Spartans were dangerously <laughs> queer. Right. Yeah. Yes, all for totally different reasons. Incredibly yeah. different. Yep. Dangerously quick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, let's get out of this. Yep, we'll be <laughs> back in a minute with more DudeCast. Stick around. Thanks. You've been listening, as I'm sure you're aware, to the Three Dudes Cast with those three guys you love Dave, Chris, and Ben. We hope you like it. Uh, I'm neutral. If you do like it, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and lots of other podcast networks. Right. Drop us a line at 3dudecast.com. If you're a sponsor, be sure to send a check as well. <laughs> Don't forget to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, and the gram. We got the gram. Uh, we don't actually have the gram, but I can make one. You've been saying we had a gram. What a twist. South Park. Uh, <laughs> she was always. <laughs> All right, you guys go ahead. I'm just recently rewatching some South Park episodes, and oh hi, that's a new Cher album. <laughs> like Bono's always going, yeah, 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 yeah. I was at, I was at, uh, fucking, um, oh, what's that? Like, build your own pizza joint. Not Bruno Brothers. Literally Rise every. Pies. Oh, oh. <laughs> Build your own. No, but like, 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 um, like Chipotle style, where you go and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Rise yeah. Pies. Make it right there, and that know. that fucking that U uh, two song, that Vertigo song, came on. <laughs> uh. And I'm like, I haven't heard this since it fucking came out in like 2003. <laughs> yeah, in which at which point you heard it every, every five fu- minutes. Yeah. Uno, dos, tres, catorce. So it's not bad. It's just U2. Yeah, U2 had like one good album. Uh-huh. Like one good album. Was it Joshua Tree? It was Joshua Tree. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that was like the moment I knew I was going to marry my wife. I was like, U2 came on the radio. I'm like, hey, I don't like U2. She's like, I don't either. I'm like, they only had one good album. And she's like, yeah, Joshua Tree. And I'm like, 
Let's fuck. I'm gonna marry you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry this woman one day. Are you right fucking now? <laughs> she knows. She gets it. Yeah. I promised myself that I would never again get involved with somebody who didn't have good taste in music. Only. Ooh, you all right. Yep. All right. Uh, I promised myself I would never get involved with somebody who like didn't. Uh, I'm gonna. Which one do you want, Dave? You Dude, already. Know. I already got this. All right, I'll take the diet. It's uh, the Sodi Round Table. Let, what are we drinking, guys? Um, <laughs> I'm smoking a Marlboro Random, drinking an Aha Seltzer. Mmm, mm. that sure is diet. I'm drinking a Lacroix. Lacroix. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that fucking I don't know, man. <coughs> I just promised myself I would never get involved with somebody who had bad taste in music. Not for like, yeah, but o- only so I don't have to suffer through stuff that I don't like forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, like nothing against them as a person. It's just like, yeah, I don't want to. You and Trish have really similar tastes. Right? Yeah, it makes it easier. She's got like a little bit more trashy 80s taste than I do. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. I like Def Leppard. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, there is. There's kind of like it's really difficult when you're with someone who everything they like you don't like. Yes, and you have to just kind of <laughs> grin and bear it. Yeah, and that's nothing against my ex, but like there was only so much Avril Lavigne I could take before it was like, all right, please, you know, yeah. um, Avril. Lavigne. And she was my ex was an awesome person. Um, but I just I didn't want to hear Avril Lavigne all the time. <laughs> just and that's why I broke anymore. <laughs> that's what we broke. Up. It's like I just right. didn't. I well, that's the reasonable thing to do. <laughs> that's not true. No. Uh, all right. Well, today I thought the because we've never talked about it. Ooh. we would talk about fashion. How exciting! How fucking exciting! <laughs> what a great topic! I got Dave. nothing to contribute to this you dumb can, fucking we topic. Should, we should like we should. <laughs> We should preface this by saying that you literally just got done telling us, I fucking hate my topic. I have nothing to talk about. I don't know what to say about fashion. I awesome. really don't. So this is a great way to lead in. I know. Well, the thing is, I thought you guys might. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You I know. think you'll find that you, throughout the course of this episode, will still not have anything to talk about. I never do anyway. No. No, I, just, uh, I think you'll I think you'll find something to talk about. I just thought the you know, fashion's an interesting topic. So um, where do you do you have a direction you would like us to start? Because that's usually where we. Uh, I don't know. I thought we could talk about high fashion, dumb fashion, cool fashion. I um, think all high fashion is dumb. I, I think I, so I, I too. Think you can, are, we, are we talking about like the t- kind of fashion that's in shows? Yeah, yes. runway fashion. I think most yeah. of it is pretty dumb. Yeah, and I think that's the point of it, isn't it? Yeah, like it really most of that shit is not meant for, for anyone, anyone to, to wear. wear. No, it's except I, Bjork. It, I think, yeah, <laughs> or Lady Gaga, or Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I think I feel like it's almost a sort of like uh, it's almost a sort of theater. It's almost a sort of performance. Yeah. Art. It is. It is. Yeah, um, and it, that's fair. Expression through the clothing. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess it's a little unfair for me to like hate it as much as I do because realistically. Anything that happens on a canvas, mm-hmm. you can like or dislike, but you don't go, that's fucking stupid for yeah. the most part. For <laughs> right. the most part. Actually, the more simplistic <clears throat> artwork on a canvas is, the more likely I am to be like, that's dumb. That's not art. Yeah. But the more ostentatious it is on a body, the more likely I am to think it's fucking yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's Do you know what I mean? Like if someone walks down the runway and they're like Whole body is just covered with like uh, like clothespins or something, and you know, <laughs> and like big spikes, and they have a traffic cone on their head. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Forty five thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Like yeah. a tour. But if the, if something like that was on a canvas, I'd go, oh, that's really weird and nifty and interesting. Yeah. So now, 
what what's what's weird about it to me is like these designers and these companies they must be making profit somewhere yeah do, right do these things sell that's do, a great question ben and if so do do rich people like wear these out and about in like fancy galas and yeah because you don't really see that you don't I, see like at the red carpet people I, are wearing yeah. something sensible at the red carpet i think most of the runway most shit, people are <laughs> i think most of the runway shit is for show but you know the, like uh, couture is always gonna have Mm-hmm. Buyers, Gucci is always going to have buyers. Sure, Louis Vuitton is always going to have buyers. You right. know, like it's just it's what it is. But there's a practicality to that shit. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's very different from being dressed like a uh, like a like a sea mine where you've just got yeah. spikes and shit everywhere. <laughs> but but the, the people, like a- I don't think those outfits are to be sold. I think those outfits are to win the show. I guess, but I like. I guess I don't understand. It's no dumber than like football. I, I when you think about it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's it's or like the Oscars. It's people patting themselves on the back for some arbitrary slice yeah. of society. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. So it's it, a great question: How they make money, though? Well, I mean, they're going to make money on the normal shit that they sell. Is what I'm saying. They're not making money on that shit. They're I, making money on like the normal stuff that the designers. I sells. guess. Yeah. No. Well, they must. They must make. You know, from selling admission to this, or thing. Well, or most of that. I don't think. I don't think you have to pay. Only. It's probably invite. I don't think you have to pay for. Do, most you, of do that. you see the picture of Larry David at the at uh, New York Fashion Week recently? No. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome though. He's like front row. I think his daughter had it. Uh, had stuff in the show. Oh yeah. Which is why he's there. Uh, and he's sitting there. Hunched over with his fingers in his ears, just like <laughs> trying to get through it, uh, which is to, to me just so the, the, fucking funny. The most Larry David thing and to be in the front row of a fashion week <laughs> show where people would kill to be there, and he's that's just a, like, "Get me that's out a, of that's here!" That's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? It is. There. Oh it's yeah. Like, All you have to do is have someone trip over his abnormally long yeah. legs, and you have an episode. That's that's <laughs> why that show is funny because yeah. it's just there's no acting. It's just Larry David. It's yeah. just Larry David being Larry David. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a slight exaggerated version of a guy who doesn't want to be anywhere doing anything. <laughs> That's my favorite bit from the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary thing. This is like Jerry Seinfeld talking to him. It's like, hey, uh, Larry, you going to the after party? He goes, no. No. Why no. would I do that? Why would I do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, no. Oh. oh, why would I do that? That's <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, I don't know. Like, I know people like this shit and get into it, sure. but I just, I guess I just don't totally Actually, understand. Uh, speaking of my ex, she's like, uh, she's working for, uh, I think it's Nike. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm, cool. I'm just going to, going to plug my ex, you know, good for her. She's like, uh, <laughs> she's living her dream. That's what, that's what she went to school for. That's what she always wanted to do. So like, that's awesome. It's like, it, it, it's like I said, it's, it's no dumber than anything else. So you so, can. Yeah. So on Disney Plus, there's a series uh, called Jeff Goldblum Explains the World. It's or, a great show. Uh, really? The very first. It's e- a really good show. But the very first episode is about the subculture surrounding sneakers. sneakers. Okay. Yeah. This is something I know you understand. Oh, yeah. Very well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just like just like meats of yeah. of like dozens of dudes with tables uh, buying, selling, trading sneakers. I, I guess it's like the guitar show we went to, but for mm-hmm. sneakers. Yeah. Right? Thousands yeah. of dollars. Thousands of dollars. I don't yeah. get it's, that. It's fucking wild. I mean, <laughs> sneakers are pretty cool. That's what this episode is. You guys explain to me why I should give a shit about practical fashion. <laughs> the most expensive <laughs> pair of shoes I own is $400. Okay. So, 
Do, do you know what I mean? That's, like, that's and an, that's not even close to how high some of these. Go. I would put that in that affordable luxury category where you don't buy them all the time, sure. but it's a it's a nice thing. Well, to have. you don't mm. buy them all the time. Right? <laughs> I, I buy a lot of shoes. That's true. Um, you do. Um, I have one pair of shoes. Do you know that? Do you really? I have one pair of shoes. I have. I own one Hold pair. On. Of I will. Shoes. I will. I will count <laughs> them and tell you how many I have. I have my flip flops. I have my uh, my Timberlands. Yeah. I have. Come on. Good call though on the Tims. Yeah. <laughs> and I have. Uh, I have my snow boots, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh well, I guess my bowling shoes. If you count the bowling <laughs> shoes, yeah, we're gonna include those. We're yeah. gonna include those in the list. Okay. Um, Let me think. So. Uh, a fancy night out. I'm putting on my bowling shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> oh You're still God. counting your shoes? Yeah, I have to think about it. It's a lot. 20? <laughs> At least. So 30? I don't think it's quite to 30. It's like 24, 25 pairs of shoes. That's pretty good. That doesn't seem that unreasonable to me. It's, it's a lot. Not. It's a lot, but it's not like... Yeah, but I'm not a, like I'm not also not a basketball player, so I don't have a whole closet dedicated to shoes. Right, like I'm Carrie fucking Bradshaw. <laughs> I would love that. Do you buy them it's to uh, coordinate to your clothing, or do yes. you? Okay, so you look at shoes and you think I could wear this with this, and you start to go, "All right, I need to own that." So shoe. like right now, I don't have a lot of like the okay. So the pair that I really wanted, that I really want next. Because it, it'll coordinate with a lot more of my outfits is, um, and I want to design them myself because you can do that on Nike's website. I'm a Nike head, so yeah. like I, I love yeah. Nike in particular. Yeah, uh, some of the high end Adidas are great. I like Yeezys because every, every sneakerhead has to have a pair of Yeezys. Okay, um, those, those little uh, Vietnamese children do such great <laughs> they, work. They do. <laughs> they really do. Here's Shout out thing. to the little Vietnamese yep. kids. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the shoes, guys. Thanks for the shoes. <laughs> Oh God! I, I keep, wanna, keep it real over there in Ho Chi Minh yeah. City. I want to see. I want to see the blood on the soles. <laughs> oh my God! Um, no. Uh, so, oh. um, I, I want a pair. I want to. I want a pair of Air Force Ones. Yeah. But I want blue ones, and I think I want to go. When you do Air Force, well, I have a pair of Air Force Ones, but I have the low tops. Uh-huh. You can go low top, high top, or boot cut. Yeah. And then there's all sorts of. Um, like different options you can go with them. Like you can change the colors. You can custom build them all yourself. The boot cut comes with straps. Like you can, and I love the fucking, the look of straps on shoes, like the Velcro straps on top. Oh, like okay. they yeah, lace yeah, yeah. and then they Velcro strap up yeah. top. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, like, so I want to do the blue high top boots with the, the dual Velcro strap, light, oh, okay. light blue, because it'll coordinate with a lot more of the stuff I have. I have a lot of white. Right. I have like, um, the most recent pair I bought are those Nike Adapts, the 2.0s. Are those the ones that it's like they the auto lace and and uh, it's got like a what's the one that's got like a sort of a opaque plastic over the top kind of thing? And oh, it's got, those, those it's are the Kyries. Co- those are last year's Kyries. Those were sharp looking. Shoes. Yeah, they're fucking they're sick, dude. Yeah, I keep them clean, too. I have, I'm one of those weirdos who like soaps his shoes and scrubs them. And <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, I uh, the most recent one are the adapts that I bought. The auto lasers like I'm in Back to the Future. Yeah, uh-huh. not designed for people like me They're It's really actually a great concept. They're designed for people who are handicapped, who still want to have style, who can't yes. like lace their own shoes. Fucking, but, but still cool but for everyone still else. Fuck, but they're still fucking rad for everyone else, which, yeah. was, which is the whole point of the line, because yeah. they know sneakerheads will pay for it, and I did. Right. Because um, <laughs> I got an insanely good deal on them. They're $400 shoes. I think I paid like $240. Because that's, yeah. that's the thing, too. Like, products that are made 
uh, for people with physical disabilities in mind can't be marketed that way because no. they're not going to sell as much. Right. I got what you mean. Yeah, that happens a lot, doesn't it? That yeah. happens, especially in in uh, infomercials for products that the where did the soda go subreddit where has did all the these. Soda go? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you think about it. The slap chop, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you don't, if you can't use like two hands to you know mince ingredients, you know you can just you can just slap the shit out of it. It is nifty. <laughs> like it's a nifty thing. Like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I like the slap chop. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's it's pretty good practically yeah. for like everyone. Mm. And also, of course, you know that fucking Vince guy did a great job of he did. You know, becoming a living meme and yeah, and uh, on purpose. Like he, yeah. What happened to that dude? I'm gonna beat up my that prostitute, or that prostitute beat him up. The, the prostitute, prostitute beat, beat him, him up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened to that guy? I don't know. He's well. He was still doing infomercials after that because yeah. they address it in some of the infomercials. <laughs> I, I just to be cute. Yeah, they did. They like they they were like perfectly aware of what he did and they don't care because oh, it's still marketable. Um, um, but no, like, OK, so uh, I, I guess I under like for my link, I understand that because I have. Yeah, I have like a three thousand dollar shoe collection. Yeah, right. Um, like so that's the thing. That's a fashion thing. And baseball caps. And that's the thing I don't understand. I need I need help understanding. It's why just why is it that I don't I don't I get nothing out of looking at these shoes? I mean, you, they look cool, but it's that's just it. the thing. OK, so like. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Ben. I'm like, I'm talking too much. No, no, I was I was just going to say, yeah, shut um, up, Chris. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think this ties into what you were saying about the purpose of practical fashion, which which is that it's one of those things where the greater an understanding you have of practical day to day, you know, every, you know, every man kind of fashion. Yeah. Uh, the better. It's one of those things where when you know the rules, you can start really breaking the rules. That's, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, what did Warhol say? Art is whatever you can get away with? Yeah. It's the same principle. Yeah. Okay. So you talk about like beyond just traditional like, uh, oh, this matches with this, wear this kind of thing with this, you know. Yeah. But a, it does end up being a form of expression, sure. I guess. Oh, yeah, totally. Think about like the grunge style in the 90s where like everybody was just wearing flannel for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. A, a high top converse. Like, you know, like it's just. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you know, like what what kind of goes together and what doesn't go together, you can sort of explore that gray area of like, well, what if I you know, what if I push it a bit and, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking about this, and the reason the topic came up is just, like, I'm realizing I don't dress with any purpose at all. Me neither. <laughs> like, for years and years and years, my uniform has been a T-shirt and jeans, yeah. and that's it. One pair of shoes, no accessories. Yeah. And I think about, like, well, like, especially, like, you in particular, Chris, you have a lot of interesting clothing. Yeah. And, like, wild pattern shirts. Yep. And cool shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand what it is I'm missing. Why don't I care about this? Because I, I guess the best way I can break it down is and like I wear shit like this. Like, OK, I'm wearing my ODST T-shirt and a pair of basketball shorts right right, right now because we're in comfy mode and we're just doing the podcast and kicking yeah. around. Um, the thing is, and you don't realize it until you try and do do it. Mm -hmm. um, you you do feel better when you look good. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you or like when you feel like you look good at the very least, like if you're dressed up. Yeah. Or you you like not even like putting on like your Sunday best. But when you're like when you when you put in when you are coordinated, when you're coordinated, when you put in yeah. like 
20% effort into how you look. Yeah. Things like matching your shoes to your outfit or yeah. like, uh, like I have a bunch of sweater vests when it gets cold out, you'll see them like matching I don't, flannels. I have a lot of flannels. Yeah. Um, matching your, your sweater vest to your flannels, to the color of your pants, to yeah. what color hat you're wearing, things like that. You, when you put in the slightest bit of effort, you do feel good standing in front of the mirror. It's and you know, yeah, I think that's true. The best way I felt like that a minute. <laughs> the, the best way, early recommendation. The best way to vicariously feel that, mm-hmm. and and also to just see firsthand what a difference you know a, a coordinated wardrobe makes. Watch the watch the Queer Eye series. On oh, Netflix. that's incredible! I, that's the thing. I fucking love that. It's yeah. great. Yeah, you see people completely transformed by you, an outfit, and they're not doing anything outrageous. They're like no beard trimming, haircut, just fucking sexy ass Tan France right. teaching men to tuck their yeah. shirts in a little bit. Right. God, I love Tan so much. Oh, Everyone, Jesus um, Christ. God, he's so good looking. <laughs> Classy motherfucker. God, he's so good looking. It's fucking evil it's, how good it's, looking it's, he is. It shouldn't be right. <laughs> So, so, uh, like, remember that one episode with the, um, <laughs> it was the dude who was getting ready for his daughter's wedding. Yes. He had the huge beard, the big several, beard. several teeth yeah. missing. Uh-huh. They got him falsies. They got him clean. The oh, dude, yeah. The dude looked came great. out of it looking like 15 years younger. He looked yeah. like the JC Penney's winter men's catalog. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> really good. Yeah. And that's like, and it wasn't like designer ass clothing. It was like normal shit that anybody can go to the store and buy. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, there's something to it. There's, and you do, you feel, you genuinely mm-hmm. feel better when you look nice. Well, I was talking about this with Christy a couple of weeks ago, which I'm sure is why this was on my mind and why I thought that it should be a thing we talk about is I would like to do good fashion as Joe Paris says yeah yeah teach me to do good fashion I would like to uh with the more as I as I lose weight going into the future I would love to like yeah re you know re kind of redo my wardrobe and and see what I can I bet you're already losing some weight aren't you I don't know. I haven't I haven't stepped on a scale since I went to the doctor's office. <laughs> well, it, just, it just strikes me that like you're probably you're probably losing some weight because you're putting a lot less calories in you. I hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. um, take, and the thing is, like, take risks. You got to be able to like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I like I like outrageous stuff. Like, I OK, I have that. I almost wore it tonight that um, I have a shirt. Mm-hmm. That is patterned uh, like in this hyper psychedelic yeah. fashion. Is it the tank top I'm thinking of? No, no, no. It's a sh- it's the it's the shirt that's patterned off of a, a bunch of scenes and characters from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, <laughs> and it's okay. all over the shirt. Like just the whole Sweet. thing is fucking patterned. That's sick. and it's like it's got like Raul Duke on the front, like. Like we can't stop here. This is back country. Yeah, so right. You know, and there's like there's a sign on the back that says "Don't gamble with marijuana." Like you know, like like the right under the Vegas sign. Right. So it's like this wild pattern. You gotta like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to dress. You know, and you don't even have to do it. You dress normal. I I like I like to throw a little swag in there, which is why I like funky colored shoes and all sorts of shit. Yeah, you know, right. I don't know. I, know. I kind of would like to dress uh, sort of. Like, I'd like to do more button downs and like long sleeves that look kind of nice. Yeah, I used mm-hmm. to do a lot of that. Yeah. I think the reason I stopped caring about what, because I did used to care what I looked like. Well, yeah, when you have, when you, <laughs> the thing is, a lot of that as a, as men in particular, I think, nor like your average everyday normal guy. Yeah. Uh, I think that falls apart a little bit when mm-hmm. you 
partner up with someone and you get really comfortable with them. Yeah. Because you're, you're not you're not peacocking anymore. But the thing is you you <laughs> should and I don't even do it as much as I should. You should you should care. Yeah. Because typically speaking, your partner cares. Mm-hmm. Like about what they look like, so you should, you know what I mean. Like the, Trisha, the bar for men is so fucking low. I have yeah. changed <laughs> outfits. I have changed outfits because my wife looks. She looks so much better than I do with the clothes that she picks. Yeah. So she'll come out and be like, "What do you think?" And like, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm fucking underdressed now because you look really good. <laughs> yeah, that so, happens with me and Aubrey a lot all too. the time. <laughs> so it's like, and the other thing, this is like stupid important, uh, guys. Any guys listening at home. Uh, use guys. Use guys. Use when, guys. When your partner asks you your opinion on what they're wearing, mm-hmm. take the time to actually look at that <laughs> and give them your honest opinion. Which mm. I, I do that. It's mm-hmm. so important. I, I fucking hate guys who are like, oh, whatever. Like, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah. Give them a genuine. They're actually asking your opinion because they care what you think. Yeah. Give them a genuine opinion. And don't just be like, yeah, that's fine. You got to be like, you got to fucking look at the outfit and like, I'll, I'll make sure she'll be like, take them off and change them. So you could, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, if you want my opinion, I'm going to fucking make sure I give you it know to what? you. The thing is, I always when whatever outfit Christy puts together literally always looks awesome to me. I yeah, don't but, have but, a nuanced opinion. But you have to. You have to start to formulate what you like. That's good advice. It, it, it'll help you. It'll help you because then you can ask the same thing of them. Yeah. And you don't always have to agree. Right. But, you know, I think like me personally, I'm most comfortable in wintertime, pair of jeans, uh, whatever shoes I feel like wearing, tank, like a wife beater underneath or like a, an undershirt, mm-hmm. button up flannel and like a sweater vest over top with a winter hat. Yeah. I like that look a lot. This is the Kyle Bar- Brovlovsky. <laughs> <laughs> I miss um, I miss when I was uh, when I was skinny enough to uh, remember that leather jacket I would wear in the fall. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, Pretty sure it's in the garage right now. <laughs> oh, it might be. Yeah. Um, that leather jacket with the uh, flat cap. Yeah. That mm. I used to that I used to wear in the fall. I used to I used to love that outfit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think I I think it's been a while since I've been able to fit in that though. Been a while. And so I th- I think the hat smells weird now. <laughs> See, I used to go to the Village Discount Outlet and put together an Dude, interesting. Village was great. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is we don't really have that now. No. But I used to love going and like putting Walk together the club, something. Like what up? I got a big cock. I'm just pumped. <laughs> I bought some shit from the thrift shop. <laughs> <laughs> Ice on the fringe, it's so damn frosty. Yeah. I should, like, uh, yeah, I should boot up The Sims uh, sometime this weekend and just uh, just brainstorm some fashion shit. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I kind of feel like I really do want to do something about this. You should. Because it's I, at this point, let's, my, ma- let's make you over. You guys, can you queer eye me? <laughs> I will absolutely queer eye you. Okay. <laughs> you, you need women involved because we're not actually queer. <laughs> so, like, you, right. you got to have, like, women help. The thing is, I'm 100% certain. Christy has already said she will help me do this. Two straight guys and, like, a couple straight women, yeah. I think, equals a couple queer guys. <laughs> I'm not sure what the math I, is. I, I'm doing the queer. Like, I'm like doing the, the queer half. math. It's like Maybe? one of the half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down because yes. I think that's thank you for the gay math. That's yeah. important. <laughs> it ends up equaling like one and a half uh, sensible gay men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I don't know, but yeah, it's it's something I want to do. I mean, like it, it just I mean, right now my default is buy a five or six pack of T-shirts. Right. And wear the same jeans forever. <laughs> and, like, you don't have to sacrifice the T-shirts. You can incorporate the T-shirts into the yeah. T-shirts, 
uh, short sleeve button up over top, things yeah. like that. Just simple. Like if you like, like I like t-shirts too. I don't know a shitload of t-shirts. Here's a question: but, What looks cool as hell that you can't rock? What looks cool as hell that I can't rock? Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you a good example. My, I think punk leather jacket is cool as hell, and I could never rock it, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking, zippers all over the thing. Um, <laughs> the fucking the jean jacket with the patches on it. Yeah, that's oh, a cool yeah. look. That is a cool look. I'm, I can't do it. Or skinny tie. Oh the, yeah, the like black shirt, skinny white tie, or skinny black tie. I, yeah, <laughs> when you're tie. over a certain weight, it just it just doesn't look right. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. My uncle is uh, from Argentina, so he's got the real like deep bronze skin, mm-hmm. and he can pull off. And he, you know he he's you know he's got money, so he always he dresses. And I'm a designer guy too. I like I like designer stuff. So, mm-hmm. but he always dresses in like these like lots of like big vibrant reds like this like oh, real yeah, deep yeah. or mm. blues these really like uh loud expressive colors and because he has the skin tone he has mm-hmm. and and he looks he looks like a suave Ar- argentinian man <laughs> he can pull it off yeah and i can't i can't pull off the like the the white leather shoes yeah with the gold buckle and the like the like deep red jacket it's like mm. stuff like that color on your vape pen there oh yeah that like really rich real rich almost like fire, fire engine, engine red, red. <laughs> yeah. like i can't pull off those colors i wish i could mm-hmm. but like you know i like bold a lot so but i have to tone my bold yeah around what i look like because i can't always pull it off the same way yeah i'm i'm too big to wear a lot of the clothes that i would i would otherwise I feel, I feel like, like to wear problem. that's a problem right? um it's, yeah that's harder it's harder it seems like yeah um like those you know those uh i don't even know if there's a name for them but they're like those shirts from the like the 60s with the vertical stripes oh yeah, yeah. and like it's kind of lighter in the middle and darker on the outside yeah, yeah, yeah short sleeves um kind of feels like a bowling like a bowling shirt, shirt kind of yeah a bit yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, and then like tuck that into like a uh, nice pair of white slacks or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I, I have a couple pairs of white pants. <laughs> incidentally, I don't wear them often, but um, yeah, we're fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a messy fucking eater. I I, I would worry. Right. Um, it's like, I, like I, I, I get a meatball on my belly in like three seconds. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite outfits that I've only worn once. I have a white linen suit at home. Oh really? Like, I fucking love it. I bet but it's real comfy. It is. It, it's heavy because it's linen, but yeah. it's like you know. It's a like full white linen suit, but like you don't wear a shirt and tie underneath it. You wear like a sweater or something, and mm. it just. But you, I can't wear it because I'm fucking messy. So it's like, <laughs> but I love it. Like that that clean look that you know. Yeah. Let's put on our nicest white suits and go get some spaghetti, right? Yeah. Let's go, get, go get some spaghetti. Spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti time. Spaghetti yeah. time. If I was, also if I was if I was uh, at a better weight, I would uh, I would be wearing more vests. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The I thing would. is, the vest look is tailor made for fat guys. You just have to find the right colors. Mm. Yeah, you can't use bold. You got to go with browns, dark greens, blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know things like that, like real dark, like this color. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, this color. You got to go with the plaid. Looks really good on on bigger guys Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like the sweater vest look with a long sleeve shirt is tailor-made for big guys i got like Mm tailor-made i really Uh, like patterned like like interesting patterned button down kind of like long sleeve yeah i like that look a lot me too 
And maybe with some, like, a khaki pant. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But I do just feel like, I don't know, I just feel too fat to pull it off. No. That's really all of that. No, is. no, you just have to, like, uh, okay, so, like, you gotta, every once in a while, like, just look at GQ. Just, mm-hmm. like, go on GQ's mm-hmm. website, because they have tips for, like, big dudes, too. Yeah. Big, du- big dudes can style. You don't have to, like, you don't, you know. Well, yeah. My, see, like, I don't know. My my body's so awkwardly shaped right now, though. Like, like my weight goes to, like, the ugliest fucking places. <laughs> Me, <Yeah>. too. <laughs> No, no, like you're 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 much more solidly built. Like mine is just like my my stomach comes out like this. So, dude, what yeah. the fuck? I mean, look look at this, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I got it's a. All, it's just uh, bowl full of jelly. Man. Yeah, <laughs> mine mine hangs over my dick like it's just it's bad. It's not a good look. No, it's it's, it's terrible. But you can you can work with anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that's the thing is uh, that's what we were supposed to learn from Queer Eye after four seasons of the <laughs> reboot is anyone can look a little better. Yeah. But for some but, reason, that's a hard thing to carry into your real life. Sure. There's uh, a good looking metal on that show, man. Yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Each one better looking than the last. Yeah. They're just they just look good. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Although Tan France really is. Tan just, France is incredible. I think the entire world has a crush on I mean, Tan I mean, France. Oh, yeah. Look at him. He's yeah. just. Is that silver shock in oh, air? Oh, God. And it's perfectly quaffed in every yeah. episode. <laughs> cute accent. God, he's just. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just. Yeah. Mm. Just. Delish. Oh. It, should be, it should be a crime to look that good. <laughs> it really should. Um, but, y- you know, y- you don't have to be that yeah. I'm nervous about it. There's a way to. I guess you're right. There's a way to pull it off, man. Do you wish the cape would come back? No. I think the capes cape? are cool. No. They're yeah. Not, they're not cool. I think they're cool. <laughs> they're not cool. Now, okay. I wish you could well, bring back the cape. It, now, the halfway mark for that, I would say, is a nice raincoat. Yeah. Or a duster. Yeah. 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 It's a cape, but with sleeves. I think a, a duster is way harder to pull off yeah. in, in Pe- the. A pea coat. <laughs> A pea coat. Oh yeah, pea coats. Pea coats look good on everybody. Yeah, I think that's true. Pea coats are nice. Doesn't matter what size you are, they always look good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah, just like a good long, you know, overcoat for you know colder weather. I think is the more modern solution to a cape. Yeah, <laughs> so that so. you're not walking around like role playing as Jack the Ripper. But with <laughs> the cape, you get the, like the interior sort of lining and it can be like uh, like uh, bright red and you look no. like Dracula. It's <laughs> really cool, right? <laughs> it's not. It's not cool. No. You see why I need help? <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> you look like one of those guys on YouTube where like all women are queens. <laughs> like, you know, that's what you that's what you look like. <laughs> It's not. It's not cool. Oh God, capes are not cool. I don't know. I wish that they were cool. Then how's that? I wish they were cool. That's fair, but yeah. they're not. <laughs> they're, they're the not. O- the only way, I think, the only way you could wear a cape and have it look cool is if, like, under is if, like, maybe just like over one shoulder, and the rest of your outfit is like. You know, uh, like military dress. You got yeah. the like the epaulets on your shoulders. Yeah, I was thinking you there's the- there's there's um there's uniforms like military uniforms that invoke the cape still that use the cape. Sure. Yeah, but I, men in uniform are buff and look good. <laughs> <laughs> like the military and, and have actually been in the military. Right. <laughs> like the dress uniforms in in really any branch of the military mm-hmm. look really good. Yeah. On mm-hmm. those 
people. <laughs> what do you think is ugly as sin that people wear? I don't know that I have strong I mean, opinions about most of it. Beyond Crocs? <laughs> Crocs. <laughs> Crocs. I have I have a fucking pure hatred of Crocs. They they are not good. They are like the anti-sneakerhead sneaker. Yeah. Oh, how about those those glove shoes? Uh, that have for been, runners? Uh, yeah. The ones where your toes are individually. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are weird as fuck. That's okay for socks. It is not okay for shoes. It's so <laughs> weird. It is weird. It is. It's okay for socks. I give it as a runner's thing, though. I had athletic socks, like, when I was uh, at the post office to, yeah. like, keep your toes from blistering because they mm. separate them and keep them from rubbing individually. Okay. But, like, shoes. Yeah. It's a bad look, dude. Yeah, it's weird. You look like Fred Flintstone. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they all they all have like a, a textured thing underneath because they're meant they you're usually meant for running, right? Yeah. Are they yeah, not? specifically for like outdoor stuff? It's it's supposed to be so that your toes can naturally grip. Yeah, like like how how you would if you were if you were monkey. God, I bet they get gross. They look. Oh, they make yeah. you look like a jackass. So it's like, <laughs> please stop. Please stop wearing those. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I am not a, a Crocs. I'm glad you brought that up. Crocs in particular are yeah, Crocs. Bad. Uh, They're not good. Yeah. They're so, comfortable. You know what I always thought looked good is like uh, like leather wrist strap kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like you're like you're Rob Halford. Like I don't know. Hell bent, hell bent for leather. I just always thought it was like a like a cuff. You know what I mean? Like a. I always thought they looked. So cool. I used to wear like the wristband. Like I had yeah. a I had a, a Megadeth wristband that I used to wear in high school. Those were cool. Yeah, but the, like leather. I don't know. <laughs> if, unless you're unless you're like pulling off the goth look. Yeah, right. Looks good on on like the goth or like the scene look, right? Yeah, maybe. But not on, <laughs> not if like that's just part of the outfit. I mean, I don't like all the rivets and shit, but like just something understated. I think is that coming. actually that reminds me. The next time, kind of classy. The next time I come into some money, Maybe I should <laughs> I should get a uh, I should get a really nice wristwatch. Oh, oh dude, yeah. yeah, the watch is like the perfect. I'm gonna buy a Rolex. They sell. You can get. Um, Checked and assured Rolexes that people sell on eBay, and eBay will for free authenticate them for you. Cool, that's um, nice. And they start at like you can get like a Rolex for like two grand. You know what I mean? Which is like <laughs> I know that's I a lot. Start smaller yeah. than that. <laughs> okay, so Gucci, Gucci makes watches, and you can get a decent Gucci watch that's fucking Gucci yeah. for like four or five hundred bucks. Right. I am no Padawan. I am Gucci fucking main. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the kind of thing that, like, you know, those kind of accessories. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can get away with any of them. No, you could. at all. Well, you it, could if you coordinated the outfit. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, like you're, I'm not just gonna wear like a nice wristwatch with what I'm wearing right now. Right, <laughs> right. You look um, like an asshole. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a good tip. Okay. Uh, well, get good cologne. Stop buying cheap fucking cologne. Yeah. You know, Everybody, I stop. Don't, I don't even think I have any cologne left. Stop, I really don't. No, stop buying. <laughs> everybody buys the fucking twenty dollars shitty cologne. Stop yeah. buying shitty cologne. Buy. What's the one that you the good the one that you you gave us a little sample Versace. Of Versace. Yeah, I gave you the uh, light blue for Versace, which I have a bottle of at home. I, I really remember. liked that. It's one. really good cologne. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you have to wear it around. So when you go to sample cologne, you have to uh, spritz it on. Walk around, like, like mm. go to the counter, have them spray you, walk around with it, and then bring your partner with you. Or mm. if you don't, go back to the counter and have the lady behind there smell you, because mm. that's specifically 
mm-hmm. like what they're there for. Yeah. Because cologne, the way cologne works, good cologne, is it naturally mixes with the oils on your skin and it changes in scent over time. So the longer you wear it, mm-hmm. there's like layers to the scent. Yeah, that makes sense. So like a decent cologne will have three, four, five layers. Some of the like custom mm-hmm. built ones, there's like several layers of scent that wear down and mature over time. Yeah, Just like it, wine or right out of the bottle, there's there's I mean there's like alcohol and stuff that has to like waft off, right? right? But it, it, it like it pairs with your skin. So walk around for 30 minutes after you spray some on and then go back and see what it smells like. Well, I should I should mention uh, it's only cologne if it comes from the cologne region of France. Otherwise <laughs> otherwise it's otherwise it's just Sparkling, sparkling stink water. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> nice. I like that. Um, but yeah, no, like, okay, so I wear, uh, if you want, if you want women to go, uh, I'm going to give you a hot, this is a hot tip for every guy listening to this podcast. Okay. If you want women to seek you out and go, man, you smell really good. Mm. Wear Aqua de Joe. Or the Burger King <laughs> Whopper, Whopper Cologne. Cologne. <laughs> yeah. Aqua de Jo. Um, I'm sure that's not how it's spelled. <laughs> that is not. Aqua, Aqua, Aqua de, de Jo. De, uh, wait, wait. Aqua, Aqua D-U. D-I. D-I. J-E-A-U-X. That's close. I have to look at the bottle. Actually, I don't know if I remember how to spell it, but that's closer than Aqua de Joe. Aqua de Joe. <laughs> Aqua de Joe. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, if you want, if you. It's just very. It's just a good scent. Everybody. Everybody goes, oh, you smell good. And yeah. like, I fucking. I'm telling you, I wore that shit since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And just it's if you want the opposite sex to respond to you, <laughs> you should wear that stuff because yeah. it always works. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, well, or the same sex as the case. Or the same sex. Yeah. That's your thing. jam. Um, it works. It fucking it really works. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I really gotta, <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta get myself some better clothes. <laughs> I just feel like it'd be nice to step up a game a little bit. Because right now yeah. I got like literally none as far as fashion is concerned. Yep. You know, trim your, you know, like trim yourself up. I'm ro- mm-hmm. I'm rocking the, I, I'm so happy. I found a facial hair orientation that kind of works. Yeah, dude. Looks good on I'm you. Rocking the mustache, everybody. The mustache looks good. <laughs> mustache on you. is there. It doesn't look pedophilic. <laughs> I don't think. Nah. I don't think that your mustache says. Uh, I fuck kids. I fuck kids. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a that's like a copper fireman mustache. If anything, yes, that's what I'm going for. Is like yeah. the, the longer firemany kind of look. Uh-huh. I want it to bush up a little. I I can't grow facial hair well. So. Me neither. This, you know, is, this is about as good as it gets. But that's still better than what mine is, because mine is, like, really patchy. You can at least... <laughs> yours, like... Yeah, you got a full beard. Yours fills better than nah. mine does. <laughs> I want the, I want the like... You know what? I, the beard that I want... I want the Rick Grimes, like, season four beard. Uh, when everything is, yeah. like, at its worst mm-hmm. for them. And he's, like... He's got that full, like, all the way up to the lips beard. Just yeah. all the way through. That's the beard I <laughs> that's want. That's a good beard. That's a good beard. I think my, I can't do it. I think my beard 
goes pretty high and gets pretty full, but it's I can't ever really shape around my neck in a way I like. I think I think like with some trimming, like some an angle along the jawline, some trimming more. and some oil mm. that you can like slick it. Yeah, I got the you know. the, the beard uh, soap and beard oil that Ben gave me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Work on this. Very beard. important to take care of your your facial hair, your bird, and your balls for that matter. And your balls. Shape your balls up. <laughs> shape shape your balls up. <laughs> get down there. Yeah, get down there. Get down there. That's with a, hey man, that is. That is technically part of fashion. Right. You're just <laughs> accessorizing your body at that point. It's true. <laughs> it's true, right? Am I crazy? Like that's No, I mean you're yeah. You just, you know, <laughs> styling your pubes is yep. uh is definitely fashion. Yep. High fashion. <laughs> hmm? I want or low fashion. <laughs> I want to sculpt my pubes into like a like a sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hey man, I know what I like. I, I don't know how personal I'm gonna get here, but I know what I like. Yeah. So, like on my own body, not on <laughs> other guys' <Right>. bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I keep, I keep it, I keep it relatively tight. Yeah. You know, give me the old high and tight, like you're, <laughs> like you're a recruit. <laughs> yeah, my penis has a flat top. <laughs> high and tight. I told my boss the other day because everybody got a haircut start, at work. Started dressing up as private parts. They've been they've been picking on me because I have gray hair, and they're like, yeah. "Come on, man, you gotta go go get a haircut. Go get a haircut." And I'm like, I'm "Like everybody at the pro desk got a haircut except yeah. me." And my boss was like, "Come on, man, you go get a haircut. You go get the high and tight." And I'm like, "I'm no, I'm not gonna get a high and tight." Yeah. And he's like, "Why not?" And I said, "Because I don't suck dick." <laughs> 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 I'm like, uh, I'm like no, it's, no, no, it just doesn't look good on me. No, yeah, <laughs> I think you got a really good look going. Do I? Yeah, and the silver in your hair really takes it over the top too. Yeah, you're looking good. I'm not dying it. I'm letting it go. It's going. Yeah, dude. It's mm. if I start going gray, I'll be very happy. Now, if I don't, if I don't lose it, that's fine. I'll mm. let it go. You think I'm? I mean, what my hairline? Do you think it's creeping back? A little. You guys have known me a while. Uh, a little, but not like. No. It's not like you're not balding. You're just losing your. Yeah, I think it's just coming up in the corners. Your parts. That's that's yeah. what mine's doing because yeah. it's like. Hold on, let me. I think even even dudes who don't necessarily lose all their yeah. hair, they get that pattern like right up here is where uh -huh. it's really yeah. starting to right roll up back. in that corner there. Right up in the corner because that's where I parted. Yeah, right. But it, like you know, it's not it's not uh, falling out. You got a really full hairline, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, I've never. Uh, You're not losing your hair. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I, I feel tremendously bad for uh, because by and large, I think most women don't care. No, I don't think nah. so either. And I think the bald look looks so good on, on so many people. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like I feel bad for dudes who who are so self conscious about that because uh -huh. it's like, you know, it fucking it sucks, dude. You you know you don't. That's like. I feel I feel for worse so for so many guys. That's that's such a point of vanity that it's like I feel worse for dudes whose hair gets really really thin, then thin. goes all the way back because it's it's a struggle. Yeah. I, like I see those guys yeah. frustrated with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I don't know. There was a I remember an episode of uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit about hair. Yeah, uh, yeah, sp uh, specifically about the insecurities men have about their yeah. hair. <laughs> it's a, it's a real thing. It's yeah. like, you know, it it sucks. Yeah, well that that episode had the guy with the world's best comb over in it. Yeah. That guy who's <laughs> like a stage magician who yeah. like swirls all the hair from one side of his head into this 
unbelievable looking, very full comb over. Yeah, with like what, like eight or nine different products. Yeah, it's all different, and different steps, different stages and steps. Spray that he, color. Yeah. And it looks, I mean, I don't know how it looks up close and personal, but on <laughs> camera, it looks pretty good. It's con- it's very convincing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, We speaking of losing your hair, we were uh, going through old photographs of at my grandparents' house, mm-hmm. and we found photos of my grandfather from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> when he had balded and lost his hair and had a fucking toupee. Yeah. Like the worst toupee mm. you've ever seen. <laughs> and we were, my mom and I were fucking dying because he just looked so. Oh, God. <laughs> he looked like, he looked like um, fucking uh, John Waters. Oh, like, picture yeah. John Waters with a black toupee and the pencil thin mustache. <laughs> that's what he looked like. It that's was so great. fucking funny. Well, that's the thing is, like, when you when you wear stuff like that, especially if it doesn't look really, really good, you're just better off just to just deal with it. You know, but I don't think that was an option back then for no. dudes to just shave the head the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. And it came into fashion and so it's maybe in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, fuck it, just shave the whole thing. Yeah, like right around the time Maynard James Keenan came around, <laughs> yeah, like what, right. like the second Tool album, it was cool to shave your head. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, yeah, all right, fuck, you know. But I, I was uh, listening to the H three podcast recently, and Dan was talking about because he's he's like a dude that shaved his head, yeah. and he's like, you don't know what you got until you do it. Yeah. Like you don't know, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know until you shave your head what kind of head you got. Yeah, yeah. which is a very scary proposition, right? Yeah. Is it is it me? Or am I just, am I just like, is this just in my imagination? Does it seem like white men have much more of a problem with going bald than black men? Yes. I think you're, I think you're right. You mean like a problem with hair loss? Yeah. Well, like, or just with their acceptance of hair loss? Their acceptance of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Um, I think, I think because black people have more important things to worry about than what (laughs) their head looks like. Yes, but... (laughs) But like even 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 those black men who who don't necessarily have yeah. uh, you know um, I think it's been cool for black dudes to have like really short or hair or shaved heads longer than it was cool for white dudes yeah yeah I think that's tr- I think that's kind of a thing that's a, yeah okay I just I I didn't know if that was something that I like I was like making up perceptually but it always seemed to me like yeah like like white dudes have. More, much more trouble accepting. Yeah, that might also that might also be like a white hair and black hair thing. I think that well, maybe Fabio hair is a white people thing. (laughs) I think I think um, I think maybe white guys are more self conscious about it just because. I don't know how to say this without sounding weird. Maybe black dudes, maybe there's like because my perception is that black dudes look better with bald heads. Than white dudes. That's not true. That's one hundred percent not true. No, but it does feel like. But that's somehow. But, but like that is my as a man. Like maybe socially, that's what we believe. Feels cooler on a black. dude It feels somehow. cooler on a black dude somehow. I, I, maybe I just because black feel, people are cooler than we are. Maybe that's maybe that's really the but, root of it. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like as a man, and this is also a problem. Maybe this is why men feel so such vanity for that, like mm-hmm. losing their hair. Like as a white guy, that's like the fucking worst thing. You could imagine, <laughs> like, right. dude, like for your own self-image, right? Yeah, right. But hair is it? It's funny because full luxurious hair, yeah, um, is like seen as a sign of virility. Virility. Meanwhile, yeah. if your testosterone's really high, you're losing hair. You're losing, yeah, hair. yeah. So if you got a if you have pattern baldness, you got like you got you fucking, got some you got some fucking 
Meat nuts. Yeah, you got, yeah. You got, you got, meat, you got, meat nuts. Meat nuts. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Whatever. You got real meat nuts. Yeah, real meat nuts. Yeah, you, I'm real meaty and real nutty. <laughs> it's true. Like if you test out, honey, honey, honey nut mediums. <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, oh meat. honey nut media. <laughs> you would you would ask to <laughs> You're te- you're telling me a, you're telling me you're telling me some honey nutted into these Cheerios. <laughs> That's a weird one, Chris. I don't even know why you went there. I honey mean, I don't, what nut- am I talking about? You're, you're telling me a banana nutted into this bread? <laughs> You tell me a shrimp fried this rice. Um, tell me a chicken fried this steak. You had asked. A, you had asked a bit ago uh, <laughs> what uh, what I uh, something I find ugly fashion yeah. wise one hundred percent of the time, and that is uh, dreads on a white dude. Oh, oh yeah. god, really good point. It does not look good, does it? It does not work. That the dreads are are something that you're supposed to do with with black hair. Yes. Yeah, with, with 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 the hair of a black person, not yeah. like not like you know, <laughs> yeah, right, not not, not, not with, with dark hair, right. but like specifically coarse textured black hair. Yes, yeah, like yes. it makes more sense in um, that in that context. Yeah, and and even you know even then they have to be maintained. Yeah, white um, white dreadlocks yeah. just look very clumpy. Yeah, I've only seen one white dude pull off the dreads. Yeah, one white dude. Adam Duritz, lead singer of the Counting Crows. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, my buddy Ed dreaded his hair in high school. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe, maybe just because he had that, like, bigger dude, just yeah. like, but he was rocking, like, the comfy ghetto white guy look. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that's just, like, like baggy sweats, like, uh-huh. baggy sweatshirt. He I'm sure just, can look good. He did like you know like like I would call that look ghetto chic. He just had the like, and he had like 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 sandy blonde hair and he short dreads. Okay, so like here mm. mm-hmm. they look they look they looked all right. But yeah. if you put a Rasta big bean hat on that, no. it falls apart no, real no, no, no. fucking yeah. quick. Well, yeah, because I think it's just maybe like he owned it. Like he just was like, sure, sure. You can kind of own most things and you, there's, you sell it. Right. But there's there's two things about that. The Rasta thing specifically. One is, you know, there's the question of uh, uh, white people wearing dreads. Mm-hmm. You know, is that cultural, cultural appropriation? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. And, I think um, so. And uh, number two, I think I think a, a bigger problem is is that uh, like probably ninety nine percent of white dudes with dreads don't actually c- clean their dreads. They don't no. actually maintain them in the same way that like an actual dedicated Rastafarian would do. Right. Yeah. Right. Where it's you know it's a it's against the religion to cut your hair or, yeah, or your yeah. beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I, like. Honestly, I think it's it's cultural appropriation if you're not Rastafarian. To, yeah, like, I think sure. so. Regardless of color, uh, because like that that's that's a big well, part of the. Well, yeah, but I mean, dreads dreads have been uh, dreads have been around since before Rasta Rastafarianism. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, um, I guess that's true. Uh, Aboriginal Australians, Australians uh, yeah. uh, did their hair up in dreads. Rastafari. Mm. <laughs> uh, incidentally, early wreck. Watch the uh, the Bob Marley documentary. I think it's called Marley. It's like three and a half hours. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. it like chronicles his life. If you are into like 
roots rude boy or reggae yeah. or ska or anything like that D- dude fucking incredible the saddest thing i can think about there's a scene like towards the end when his cancer got really bad and mm-hmm. he decided like it was against his religion to do western medicine mm-hmm. uh, or it probably would have saved his life but it like it got to the point where it was like in order to like be able to see his family he, he had to prolong it so he had to do some course of treatment mm-hmm. uh, and he ended up doing chemo and uh, he was surrounded by friends and family and his hair started falling out. Oh, the saddest fucking thing no. in the world. I'm sorry to like bring the boot down, but like there's a seed where they're talking about like oh. when it, one of his first dreads fell out and they made the decision to just buzz his hair because he was just like, That's it's really uh, sad. It's fucking, it's like horrible. Like it's just, you know, and he yeah. was an awesome person. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, mm. I only bring that up to say that like someone like that did not deserve it because he was genuinely a really good, it's awesome dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, did a lot for that culture. Um, Complete flip side of that. Yeah. Have you seen the channel five news interview that uh, Andrew Callahan did with uh, Chet Hanks? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Chet Hanks. White boy summer. White boy summer. White boy summer. <laughs> I bought one of those channel five shirts. Did you? Yes. Give I bought them before guy, they sold give out. Give that fucking guy money. Yep. <laughs> don't, don't watch all gas, no brakes. Cause he nope. doesn't own it anymore. Watch channel, channel five. five. That dude is, I mean, literally. Yeah. He's doing, he's doing the kind of shit that vice did when they were good. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it's, he drops into these environments and just kind of gets a sense of what, I mean, you really feel like you, you know what it's like to hang out with these people. When you watch him interview people, Yeah, you get a sense of like what it's like to be at some of these crazy festivals or whatever. He's just very good at it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, we're almost at hour 45. Okay, so we're like on track. Do, yeah. Have we anything else to say? Do you want us to address anything? See, you did have some shit to talk about. I guess so. Yeah, you, you know, you yeah. feel like you always get down on yourself when yeah. you do these shows. I mean, I don't know. We I, always find ways to. Of course. Yeah. We, we weren't just going to let you flounder for like an hour. Like, <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, it's, it's it really what concerned me is like, I. I, I would like to do better, you know, at like, you know, fashion and stuff like that. No, but I no. really feel like a part of me just doesn't understand it. I know it looks good on other people, but then I look at myself and I'm like, I don't. Well, that's why you let other people help you. Yeah. With your, you know, yeah. you, you know what you like, but other people are looking at I need, it. I need to get one of those subscription services where they send you a whole crate full of clothes and you keep the ones you like and you send the rest of them back. Yeah. <laughs> and just like measure my body and be like, all right, what can you put on this? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. This was actually a topic I, I considered in the past. Yeah, uh, and I just didn't really know how how it would go. Honestly, well, it seems but, like it's uh, really important to like being a person. Yeah, is like how you, how you groom look. and dress yourself. And I just never, I don't know, I never give it enough thought. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of men out there who who uh, don't uh, don't realize how important it is. Yeah, uh, myself included. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing yeah. is, like, I never realized. But Chris, I think you were the one that told me years ago. Is like, yeah, women look at your shoes. They Absolutely. will look down at your feet and see what is what, you, what shoes you are wearing. Absolutely, and they will also make uh, inferences about you. Uh, excuse me, lady, that. my dick is up here. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's like if right. you were. 
and that includes the people. I'm not just saying like to pick up to pick up a partner, right? Like that includes the people that you are with. Yeah, you know, people people will make, and I'm not saying it's it's right, but I am saying it's part of attraction. Yeah, to mm-hmm. you know what you like, how you present yourself. Yeah, you know, and and and, and like eat, like okay, going to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's part mm-hmm. of what people think of you when you go to work, and yeah. you just you know. Perception is reality. I mean, I've been at home so much for the last year and a half, but yeah, we're all starting to go out and get into the world more and more. And it just feels like now would be a good time to do something different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Nothing wrong with it. Let's go shopping. We should should all go shopping. (laughs) The thing is, I fucking hate shopping, but I think I could make myself like it. Let's go shopping. Yeah. I don't mind shopping. I like shopping. Um, Where do you shop? This is a great question. Okay. So where do you shop? Are you looking for like big and tall stuff? I just want something that fits me. Pro tip. So big and tall stuff. Don't go to big and tall shops because you're going to pay a fuckload of money. Yeah. Cost money to be fat. Yeah. You want to go to, you want to find a store with a decent big and tall section. Kohl's. Yeah. Boardman. Really good uh, place to look for big and tall clothing. Okay. Uh, uh, JCPenney to a lesser extent, uh-huh. like not in the mall, but like the standalone one. Yeah. That's in Austin town. That's a good place to go look for big and tall stuff. Yeah. Um, Kohl's is like the, the go-to starter place. Cause it's like a wholesale place. Lots of shit. Another good. Oh, a uh, fucking, um, is it Dillard's the Dillard's outlet in Niles? Oh, okay. There's, um, hmm. there's a Dillard's outlet in Niles. Okay. And it's like, like, you I'm know, we're literally going to write this. Not, not the Dillard's at Southern park mall. No, uh, it's, I think it is part of the mall. That's an outlet shop. Oh, okay. Well, they, there is a Dillard's in Boardman. Mm. Oh no! Uh, it's it's in the plaza of the Eastwood Mall in Niles. Okay, it's in the plaza, but it's not part of the mall. It's a separate building. Okay, and it's the size of like three of the Dillards at the Southern Park Mall. Okay. Oh Jesus! It's big, and it's wow. all it's closeouts. It's all fucking really? closeout stuff, and you can get. So I did a whole new wardrobe, and I'm talking like thirty outfits. Oh, really? Last year, 300 bucks. Shut up. No. What? Like, just seriously. Like, I, I'm talking like accessories, suspenders. I like suspenders. Um, hats. Oh, we should go shopping. Uh, suits. If you're looking for suits, suit jackets, things like that, that's a really good place. What are you guys doing tomorrow? <laughs> you, seriously, well, I don't have any fucking money. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I don't basically until Friday, but. We can go. I mean, if you guys want to just go look and get yeah. an idea of what's out there, like, they, I'm talking like. Designer clothes, 80, 90% off. Are you serious? Yeah, like fucking designer clothes. I feel like I've been doing this wrong. I'll show you. I'll take a picture of my closet and send it to you. Can I tell you you what usually happens when I go to look for clothes? Is I'll go either A, I'll have something very specific in mind. I'll go somewhere like Penny's and I'll get it. So it's like an in and out thing. Or uh, maybe I'm like I went to the mall recently to kill some time. And I walk around and I look at the storefronts and I go, None of this shit is for me. Yeah. And I just walk out feeling like there's no place for me. Uh-huh. So I want to I want to I want to go shopping with you. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see if my wife wants to come. My wife. my wife. She'll help you, too. OK. Well, we can make it. We can make a time. Out I'm sure. I'm sure. If, uh, it's so I'm not sure if tomorrow works or not, but because we have the rehearsal oh, thing with. Yeah, cable, but that's evening. in the evening. Yeah. So maybe maybe tomorrow would work. OK. But yeah, I just I want to do good fashion. I bet Christy would come too. 
Oh boy, I bet she would actually really be excited about the prospect of putting me in clothing. Aubrey too. Uh, Aubrey too, for that matter. You know, this is a thing we should just do. Super important to take women with you. Like like, seriously, as a straight guy, take women with you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I. I, As long as we're not out like all day, (laughs) I don't want to do a chill at home before we had to do the rehearsal. But this sounds nice to me. It does. I don't know. I would. I just. Part of the thing is, you know, I don't know. What do I the things about me that make this impossible is uh, you know, I generally don't really like looking at myself in the mirror. Uh, I'm kind of I'm a little bit cheap when it comes to stuff like this. But if you say an 80-90% off at Dillard's I'm talking like a shitload of money off. This is like that changes the calculus quite a bit for me. Yeah. And I I mean like good looking stuff. Like yeah. in everything from casual to uh business casual mm-hmm. to like uh like Tuxedos, like they have everything. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm sure my wife just texted me and was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> uh, okay. No, she said I work until three. That's oh, okay. not quite hell yeah. Uh, okay, but, but we can go. We can go in the morning. Okay, if you can get, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm gonna ask Christy after we're, we're done with this what she thinks. Of yeah, this. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Aubrey when I get home. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should uh, we should look, and they got everything there. So let's, let's. Did we do it? Did we do fashion? I think we did fashion. We did fashion. Okay, fashion. Um, well, nice. Ooh, well, that's, a, that's a spicy little toot. That wasn't a toot. That was the dogs. Oh right, the dog. That was the dogs upstairs. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right. Let's wrap this one up and uh, go to a break here. Um, and then we'll come back. I didn't learn. I learned a lot. I didn't write anything down. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Well, c- color me surprised. Uh, color me surprised. I know. Big fucking. It's taking me a while to get back into the swing. Of- yeah, that's all right. All right. Well, let's, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, recommendations uh, and what we learned, if anything. Yep. All right. Stick around. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Slanderous troll. And no slanderous troll will ever alter me as such. What's the latest on Chris Chan, anyway? Uh, she is still in jail. Okay. Um, waiting trial. Waiting trial. Well, you know that she wrote a manifesto from jail. Yeah. Addressed yeah. to Null. It uh, was wild. Claiming to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Himself. And who's to say that Chris Chan isn't Jesus Christ? I don't know. The dimensional. Really, <laughs> the, according to Chris, the dimensional merge is active. So. Yes. Chris believes that if you look at a picture of Chris, and a picture of Jesus, you will see it is obvious Chris is Jesus. Right. That's batshit insane. Yeah. It's uh, a legal defense in the making. What? What a... What a... I don't even know if this is the conclusion to the story. We don't know. No. I don't think off. She might get off on an insanity plea. Yeah. Well... Not get off, but like, you know... That still means that they're going to have to go to, uh, you know, a long-term psychiatric oh, facility. Of course, yeah. <laughs> As she probably should have been placed in. Pro- probably ought to, yes. About, uh, I would say, what, probably 2012 is right around the time the Dimensional Merge shit started. The Oh, my God. No, it was a little after that. 2014, 2015. Hmm. That's probably about the time they should have locked up. Someone should have intervened. Someone definitely should have intervened. <laughs> It was time. 
That's Ugh. a sad, hilarious story. You know, you think about like the people like so Noel's a perfect example is like one person, maybe the last person that Chris could actually trust. Yeah. But no one stopped this. No. So may, someone should have really stopped. Someone it. should have gotten someone else involved. Well, I guess it they couldn't. Well, they couldn't. And the Until thing there is there was like a criminal activity. Yeah. There's not there's nothing you can do. Like the Yeah. They they I like I know that people called the health department like the because of the hoarding situation mm-hmm. around the I want everything about my house off the internet you know thing. <laughs> Um, so people did yeah. call the health department, but like the thing is, it was all inside the house. Yeah. So there was no public health hazard. It was just people choose to live how they choose to live. So right. Yeah. There's nothing you can really. Yeah, I don't know what do they can there. do. And Chris has been arrested before several times, but they mm-hmm. were all like pretty minor. You know, even even like the the trying to run over Michael Snyder thing. Ooh. Oh, that's tomato soup in the works. <laughs> Ooh, are you blended homemade tomato soup? Christy uh, got tomatoes out of the garden. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see. Dude, home, there is nothing better than homemade tomato soup. Well, also, I'm um, excited. It's good. Michael Snyder. Uh, Michael Snyder actually uh, pleaded with the judge for leniency because he didn't yes. want a record following Chris for the rest of his life. Yes, it, very um, selfless of him. Selfless <laughs> when he had absolutely every right to. Yeah. You know, to like help them throw the book at Chris, right? Um, yeah, you know, which is it's just amazing to me that they that like the the level of 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 not recognizing mm-hmm. the entire Chandler family, uh, not recognizing that this guy is just yeah not a bad person, but like didn't want some uh, racist. Person <laughs> screaming at the kids, yeah, right. Yeah. His place of business, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like absolutely nothing wrong with that. You yeah. don't say. There, it, it's hard to think of a worse environment for for Chris to have grown up in. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it, um, it, it's a sad and like I I, I told you when mm-hmm. you know like please allow your if you're gonna do this you got to allow yourself to laugh. Because there are things that are funny here. There are things that are funny here, and it is just like insanely depressing if you don't. Yeah. There yeah. are things that are funny here, and there are things that are very not funny here. Right. Um, but you know, the stuff that's funny, it's okay to laugh at the stuff that's funny. It's <laughs> it's okay to be sad at the stuff that's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be mad at the stuff that's mad. It's a it's an insane story, it's stranger than fiction. It really is weird. Yeah. Um so yeah, we'll keep you posted on the Chris Chad news. If you're, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know the, you know the insane <sighs> shit that's going down. The jail right Chew now. saga. The Jail Chew saga. Yeah. Jail <laughs> um, Prison Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about prison was the Dementors. They fly around dementors. and they, they, they're really scary. <laughs> you mean like Harry Potter? No, no. not like Harry no, Potter. No, not like Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, well, should we get into the Rex here? Yeah, let me yeah. let me make a recommendation uh, right off the top here. So we started this episode on the totally fun and not controversial topic at all of trans people and uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Totally not confrontational <laughs> in any way. Um, no, but I'm glad we had it. I'm me to, too. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I think we had this discussion. a good discussion. Uh, I just watched a documentary today. It's on HBO. 
Uh, it was uh, narrated and uh, created by Monica Lewinsky. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's called 15 Minutes of Shame. That sounds uh, interesting. That sounds way more interesting than the Clinton documentary that you recommended. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, three parts of uh, buttering up Hillary Clinton's asshole. <laughs> yeah. I, Which, try, I tried, dude. I tried. It was interesting, but it was a puff piece. And puff in piece. retrospect, I shouldn't have recommended it. I don't think this is a puff piece. No. <clears throat> so what this is is a, you know, like uh, maybe hour and a half, two hour documentary about public shaming on the internet yeah. and the consequences that it has for people. And Monica Lewinsky is uniquely positioned to talk about public shame. Maybe perhaps no one else in the world living right now yeah, is who, as poised to talk about right. public shame. Cause, yeah. cause I think she got some Except of the, for maybe Christian. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, the thing is Monica got some of the worst public shaming possible yes. in the most, there are, there are government documents yeah. that exist to embarrass this woman. You know, um, and the person who was really responsible never caught the half of that shame. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, so she's just uniquely positioned to talk about this forever deemed a whore for, you know, let's admit it, doing something probably for her most of us, quote unquote, puff piece. Yeah. <laughs> For, like she blew the president. <laughs> who who among us? Who I didn't among think us, about that a second. Yeah. <laughs> who among us wouldn't blow the president? Yeah, presented with the depending on the president. Yeah, it depends. Depending on the we're talking Obama. I'm, I'm, I'm blowing the yeah, president. I'm blowing the president. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, Chris. I'm uh, want you to come have a seat in the Oval Office. Uh, Got a fucking pre, dude. Uh, <laughs> gonna pre. You're looking pretty good. You got nice little titties for a boy. Yeah. <laughs> got a nice set of man. You got a sweet little man pussy on you. <laughs> Like let, me see, to, let me see that bussy. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like you to, I'd like you to tug my balls, squeeze Chris, them a little. Chris, I want to see your bussy. Don't be uh, for the president for America. Don't be afraid to squeeze them a little while you're down there. <laughs> if, you, uh, if the mood strikes you, maybe put a pinky in my ass. <laughs> Bat him around a little. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. real, really work them. <laughs> Chris, I want you to have the seat on this uh, two hundred year old sofa, and I want you to tug on my balls. Yep. <laughs> You know, FDR had his balls tugged on this. <laughs> Every president in the United States has been blown on this couch. Couldn't really feel him, I don't think, because of the polio, but... <laughs> had his balls tugged. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was under that little blanket. Yeah. No one thought about it. But he was a man, he had balls. He had, man. He had, he had someone just like you with a sweet little boy pussy. <laughs> Let me see your boy pussy. <laughs> Have we exhausted uh, this? Yeah, or should we move on? Let's go. Let's, yeah. go. Let's, let's keep going. Anyway, uh, the documentary does not center on her, really, but it's like a it's a lead in, right? Yeah. It's like you know, it's sort of the framing device. So, um, oh, yeah. several people Smell are all the gravy. <laughs> Presidential gravy. <laughs> all right, now we've exhausted it. Let's right. go. So, uh, one of the people they talked to, you remember the guy that bought like 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And then got like death threats and shit. Yeah. So, there's more to that story than I, than I knew. I mean, like, I got the impression he was opportunistic and kind of an asshole. And, and selling and, them. Yeah. And a little bit, yeah, he was. But also, like, there's, you know, the inflated prices on that hand sanitizer that outraged everyone so much. A lot of people don't think about the fact that. Hand sanitizer is a hazmat material. It's ex expensive to ship. Oh yeah, for you know, for example. So uh, there's yeah. there's factors there where it's like he he claimed to be selling them above market, but not as above market as maybe some other people. Yeah, 
But did that did that really warrant people, you know, threatening his life? Uh, no. You know, a guy came to his house, knocked on his door, banged on his door when Jesus he was Christ. He wasn't home. They stayed, you know, at a hotel, and his his like home doorbell, you know, revealed later a guy came to his fucking house. He had to buy a gun, you know, like wow. Uh, and there's other people that they interview in the documentary. And the idea is basically just looking at this idea of, you know, like, how do we get to this place where public shaming is like so, so huge? And actually, yeah. they get um, a guy named John Ronson. You ever, you ever heard of him? I've heard of Ron Johnson. <laughs> who's, Ron, who's Ron Johnson? I don't know. John Ronson. Is, is this the, the guy at the Cubs game? Oh, I, I don't know. What what I know what you're talking about. The guy who tried to catch. catch a, no, no, no. You're. Uh, yeah. What is his fucking name? There was a thirty for thirty on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I can't think of his name. I know who Not you're talking about. Yeah. John Ronson is a podcaster and interviewer and, and a writer, and he talks about the, you know, the interestingly, like you know, the, this idea of shaming big companies into making decisions was like the start, really, on Twitter of like yeah. Twitter activism for probably good reasons, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone just got a little bit high on the Kool-Aid. Right. And it turned out it's really fun to like it is, yeah. to come down on people, you know. So I think that's this, a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it moves just, from being like, let's let's make corporations make sensible change to let's bully people. Let's bully people. Yeah. And people got, you know, hooked on the self-righteousness of the thing. Yes. The documentary is really interesting. I don't want to say that much more about it, but it's it's on HBO and it's a it's I mean it's so funny we decided to talk about this public shaming thing because mm-hmm. if you think at all that there is something about it that feels not quite right, you should watch the documentary. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um it's it's interesting. It's it's enlightening. Yeah. Uh anyway, that's it. 15 minutes of shame, I think. Um actually it's funny they opened the movie uh with two quotes side by side you have Andy Warhol's in the future everyone will be famous for 15 minutes and then you have Banksy's in the future everyone will be anonymous for 15 minutes. Ooh. Right? Ooh. It's kind of <laughs> ominous, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, that's uh, uh 15 minutes of shame. I'm almost certain that's what it's called. I should probably That's a really good name for it. Uh, if it's not called that it should be called that. Yeah, right. That's a really good name. I'm all but certain that's what it's called. I'm just going to look Double at check. make sure that I'm not wrong. But uh, in the meanwhile, which one of you guys wants to recommend something else? Uh, I can go. go okay. Um well, I, I I just talked a bit about it off ca- off a uh, microphone, but uh, I want to recommend the Mafia series yeah. of 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 Vigi games. Um, that's, what, that's what it's called, by the way. I got it. Okay. That's it. Uh, the remastered, uh, uh, the definitive editions uh, is what they're called. Okay. Um, are all on Steam. I'm sure with, you know, there's going to be a Halloween sale coming up. Oh, and yeah. Christmas sale and all that. So I'm sure they're going to go on sale uh, relatively soon. Sure. But they're just called Mafia, Mafia 2, Mafia 3, the definitive editions. Um, and it, it they're just... You, you, they're mob stories. Yeah, you know? right. uh, the first the first one is in a is in an XB of Chicago uh, during Prohibition. Okay. Uh, the second one is in an XB of New York City during XB XB XP. Uh, What's the word you're it's using a, here? EXPY. It's it's something I I picked up from TV tropes. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, like a like a stand-in for something else, like another right. property or something in real life. Like Grand life. Theft Auto's Liberty City or something like yeah. that. Yeah, is it XP for New York? Uh, okay, yeah. okay. I've never heard that term. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I forget. I forget what it uh, where that mm. comes from. But anyway, um, uh, and that takes place uh, from the tail end of World War II into the early fifties. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Mafia Three is is in a. a 
uh, Port Bordeaux, which is uh, supposed to be New Orleans. It's 1970, right? Uh, 1968. 68. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, where you play as uh, Lincoln Clay. Lincoln Clay. Clay. Fighting the, uh, <laughs> uh, notably, sort of outside the mafia for this game, mm. uh, in that you're you're fighting the Dixie Mafia. Um, uh, which, you know, they're... The Dixie Mafia. Well, it looks it looks as though that they're, you know, the head. I'm not too far into the game yet, but mm-hmm. it looks as though uh, the head of of this m- mafia in Port Bordeaux is is Italian families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's like they're, you know, their underbosses and their capos and their soldiers are, you know, these rednecks mm. that go around and, and enforce Cajun folks. Yeah. Uh, that go around and, and do horrible uh, racist shit. Yeah. Um, breaking into houses and stealing gumbo. It's not <laughs> right. Get uh, well, more like getting uh, more like getting black citizens hooked on heroin. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, Very different. Prost- uh, prostituting black women out of uh, uh once respectable theaters, mm-hmm. um, just horrible shit. So kind of like modern, but New that, I mean, like the thing is that like, oh the, yeah, the mafia is like super prevalent in uh, spreading heroin use. Yeah, mm-hmm. particularly like among the black community, starting at, during World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's rooted. That's in true some, to life. That is very true to life. Yeah, in, uh, it's it's interesting too because in the first two games. Uh, the the protagonists uh, make it a point to try, you know, the protagonists and their families basically are making it a point to be like, we're not getting into drugs, we're not getting into drugs. Mm-hmm. They eventually get well, into drugs. That's, that's what happened to the five families. Is it, yeah. it became about the drug trade. Um, and now, yeah, now in Mafia 3, it's like they're not even pretending anymore. Yeah. It's just all heroin and all weed. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so uh, as as Lincoln Clay, Vietnam vet, uh, who uh, worked with uh, special forces tied to the CIA of all things, okay, uh, you uh, you have to uh, take back the city from the mob. Uh, okay, they, so you don't play as the mafia in this game. No, yeah, um, a- they d- they double cross them in the in the prologue of the game. That's kind of um, cool. And uh, kill. Uh, like his best friend and his mentor, mm-hmm. uh, so he's pissed off, and and with the help of his his CIA contact Donovan, mm-hmm. uh, has to uh, go around and systematically, you know, liberate these different areas of the city. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Basically, you, you know, your roaring rampage of revenge kind of story. Have either of you been to New Orleans? No, no I, I want to. to. Yeah. I so have bad. Heard, I have heard it described as just the absolute smelliest place. It's piss. It smells like piss. Just yeah. piss. Because it's just and, drunk people. Be, because just, it's full of French people. <laughs> <laughs> no, just someone told me it's like it's hot. It's like clammy because it's you get that. Well, like, you're so far below sea level. Everything yeah. is just musty and mildewy. And, and people pee and, pee and pooping all over the place. Yeah. Someone yeah. said Jordan at work told me it was like like rotten garbage covered in piss with a dirty diaper in there. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to go. Yeah, I do too. I, I kind of want to see it. I need to experience the food. I want an, there. I want an oyster po' boy. That's what Ooh, I want. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. A nice tomato salad. God, mm. I haven't had a po' boy in forever. Yeah. yeah. Where do you even get a po' boy? Uh, I think they have them at Sheets. 
Oh, but yeah. They're, well, po' boys. Yeah, right. The garbage sandwich. Right. The Sheets garbage sandwich. Um, I love those sandwiches, dude. Actually, that, I'm going to go get one. We're, we're done with this. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Sheets, does sound good. Sheets is pretty boss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, play, play the Mafia series. Uh, the first one, uh, as I said before, is a bit linear. The second one gives you a bit more freedom. Mm. The third one has, you know, actual side missions and reasons to free roam and, and stuff like that. I got uh, so it's it's quite a bit more open ended, and uh, it's just really cool. Um, one of one of the neat things they do is uh, the the protagonist of the previous game seems to always make a cameo in the next game. Oh, that's cool. Uh, which is which is pretty neat. It's kind of a Red Dead thing too, right? Is like throughout the they keep Morph. some of those characters throughout the yeah, yeah. yeah. Dutch. I need a man. <laughs> Just one more fist, or one more fist, Arthur. <laughs> You're all right, boy. <laughs> I still haven't fucking finished. You haven't finished Red that game? No. What's wrong with you? It came out like two years I ago. I did the mission where they go off to the Guarma Island or whatever. Well, and yeah, you're, come. Almo- you're almost to the end. Yeah, I'm like that you, far you're in. You're almost to the first end, and then there's eight <laughs> hours of. Really? Yeah, yeah, like the the post thing. I'm where like Arthur's not doing so hot. That's yeah. about where I am. I think they Spoiler were. Spoiler alert for that two year old game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. anyway, uh, that's that's my wreck is just uh, uh, play the Mafia series. You know what? I'm going to I want to uh, set up a cheap shark notification for that one. Yeah, because with the sales coming around and stuff like that, it is bound to go on sale again. Yeah. yeah. You don't necessarily need to play all three of them in order if you yeah. don't want to. But, uh, I, you know, I did. It's worth getting the full experience, I think. You think they're still I mean, are they still pretty playable despite being like kind of an older franchise? Because. Yeah. OK. Because I remember when I first saw, like, Mafia uh, in stores, it was at Best Buy, back when games still came in giant boxes with cool Mm. artwork and sometimes a front flap that would open up so you could look at stuff. Hell yeah. Don't you miss that? I do. I do. I do all the time. I miss good special editions, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good special editions of Uh games that had, like, instead of just cheap plastic shit, they used to have, like... Yeah, remember the Halo <laughs> Two special edition that came in the freaking sweet the metal tip? case? I still have it. Yeah. I, I think I have mine too. I still have it. That was uh, <laughs> I stayed up until four in the morning and played that game, yeah. and then woke up to go to school, and at like seven thirty played a little more. Yeah, and then like walked to like around the corner to the school and hid. And then skipped school and went back home and played more Halo. I, rem- I remember when Halo Two came out and how few people were in school that yeah. day. It was, dude, it was so it was fucking, tons of people so just oh, fucking. everyone's not feeling well, huh? Yeah, I remember like being one of the few people in line at the GameStop who actually got one of the Legendary Editions. Oh, who like you know with the silver case and I remember people being jealous when I left the store <laughs> I was like yeah score God, I really want to play the new multiplayer when, uh, when I can't when it comes dude, out Halo, are you, it's gonna rule hey we gotta play uh, Halo 5 next or yeah. no you guys never played 4 yet either. we never played 4 we gotta play 4 yeah we're right. gonna go through and play 4 4 was good uh, we should do that we should um, anyway um, yeah oh um, recommendation over speaking uh, uh, speaking of the mafia and racism I would like to recommend <laughs> I knew you were gonna recommend the, it. the many saints of Newark uh, yes ah. n- not to you yet you gotta finish right. the show I gotta you, finish you, the show yeah if you're a soprano fan like I think a lot of my friends are yeah um, you should watch the movie and ignore whatever fucking bullshit. Just put put all those dumbass reviews out of your head. I just I don't understand what motivated anyone to write a negative review about this movie. Yeah, yes, it's fan servicey. That's part of the whole point. You know, he, yeah, David, you you said something that was really. 
I thought I know what you're gonna say that really nailed it for me when we got out to the parking lot, which is like David Chase did not have to do this. He made his money. He, he did not have to make that fucking he, movie. He is doing it for you. Yep. <laughs> so just stop overanalyzing things. Go to the movies and fucking sit down and enjoy something. It's a beautiful gift. It's a, of a of a thing that we all like. That yes. now we have a new refreshing piece of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's ex- and, and and it's good. without spoiling anything. There's some major revelations. There are some, there are some major revelations. Some major, major revelations. revelations. <laughs> yeah. Major about revelations. stuff that like is alluded to in the show. You know. Because, right. Because we're dealing with. Dickie Moltisanti. Dickie Moltisanti, Christopher's right, Chris, dad. Christopher's dad. Who died okay. before Christopher was born. Right. So yep. you know where this movie's going. Right. You, you, you kind of like know at the outset what, you know, where this is heading to because, right. you know, they tell he's you. He's not around in the show. He's right. not around in the show. You you know, yeah. you know what, they tell you what happens to Dick in the show. Yeah. Um, but the way that things happen. The way that things there's happen. There's revelations, you know, the, yeah. the sort of mythologies of these guys that are like part of the show. Is yeah. Everyone. Even in the Sopranos is always idolizing the old guys. Yes. Yeah. You know? Johnny right. Boy Soprano, Uncle Junior. Even yeah. though when, like Junior's around. Yeah. Good guy, but he's getting old, you yeah. know. So they're always uh, idolizing these dudes from the past. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting to step into this time period where you realize they're just as mortal as all the all these assholes that yeah. that make up the new crew in the in the show, right? Very well cast, super you, well cast. You get to see like young pussy. <laughs> <laughs> put oh, that so, on a so, selling point. So maybe I shouldn't go see this, or I'll be put on some kind of watch list. Quote young pussy. End quote. <laughs> Sal, young uh, Salvatore Bumpincero. Yeah, Sal. Bumpincero. It's funny you say. What's his name? What, what's your name? Pussy. pussy. Uh, now what you think, Father? Now which thing fun? Yeah, uh, you get to see young Polly. Yeah, he's like uh, so. I'll tell you this because this is really funny. If you know Polly Galtieri from the show, yeah, yeah, he's like they're at dinner and he's he's painting clear coat on his nails, which is something he does in the show a few times. Yeah, he's like painting usually clear- in private. Usually, yeah, like he'll be he'll be in the back of Satriali sitting on a chair, like and someone will walk in, he'll be like clear coating his nails. So they're sitting at dinner and the waiter comes over and cracks pepper on his salad <laughs> right and next goes, to his- right next to his nail paint. He goes, whoa. <laughs> he's getting pepper on his wet nails and he like hand me the pepper and he like grabs the pepper mill like this and like this is really funny it's like it's yeah. all the sopranos charm is there yeah that's like all the stuff that made the show i fun. love young silvio young silvio is him so well he's so good <laughs> we got that stink the, face the on puss. him yeah he's got the puss like the the, the silvio face and we see the we well, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, right. It. It's it's but it's it's like you know it's very well cast. All these young, you get to see all these young guys. Yeah, like all the guys from the show that are around. That you know, like you get to see them younger. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> and you get to see young Tony Soprano deliver see, my favorite line. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool hamburger. hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I laughed. I just cackled like an idiot to myself. It's not supposed to be a big thing. He comes down and his mom has made him a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, cool hamburger. Um, but it's like, I think the problem, I think the problem with it is that people expected this to be like the story of Tony Soprano. Right. It's not a story about Tony Soprano. Don't go into it. It's exp- a part of it. It's not, it's not, a, we already heard the story of Tony Badass with the show. Right. This is a story about Dickie Maltesanti. Yes, mm. um, which is like and his father, and, right? And his father, yeah, which is important, and his, and I guess to some degree, Christopher too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, Christopher. Christopher. Um, that's well, how you're a little baby. What's your fucking? Problem? That's how everybody at work greets me. 
because they know that uh, oh, they, they they're also Sopranos. Oh, Christopher! <laughs> so I have to walk around and go, Paulie! Like, <laughs> Bobby Nacho! Oh, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, so don't go into expecting to see more of Tony Badass. It's it's right. it's it's it sort of shows you how Tony It's his defining ethic. It's defining it's yeah, it's you, defines, you see kind of like where 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 all these guys, the reverence for the older dudes came from. Yeah. You see a young Tony Uncle Dick. Who doesn't, by the way, want to be a part of this family business. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with that. They make that kind of clear even from the trailers is hmm. he's not really wanting to be a part of this whole thing. And, and and that's interesting. Yeah. But he's not the focus of the story. No, he's not. It's Dickie. It's about yeah. Dickie. And it's 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 good. Yeah. You need to finish the show so you can watch it and we can gush about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, just finish the show so we could get you to understand more references. Anyway, $4 a pound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can't, uh, I, can't I can't wait until you yeah, know what that is. Um, anyway, $4, $4 a, a pound. pound. Um, That's not from the, the scene where he's like, where Christopher's hallucinating the the guy that he no. shot. You ever had our sausages? No. That's, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Try the where's email. God, that's a horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, no, you'll you'll see. That's, you you that, will not forget it when you've seen it. It's in season two. You'll you'll see it. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, watch the Mini Saints of Newark. Uh, anyway, four dollars a pound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'll recommend something else later. Yep. That's All good. Right. Uh, you should see it in theaters, but probably won't still be there by the time you do. You gotta so respect David Chase's vision. <laughs> say, watch it at home and disrespect David Chase like that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there's a lot of that in the movie too. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, classic. Lots of great, lots of stuff that made me really laugh, which is just you come to expect them from the Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, I learned a few more things. I wrote a few more things down. I learned some stuff too. Okay, I I wrote down Honey Nut Meteos. <laughs> <laughs> so I still don't. Is that about? It's about balls. Yeah, I don't know. It's man. about yeah, like yeah, strong meat, balls. Meat nuts. <laughs> nuts. Meat nuts. Yeah, as opposed to. <laughs> I learned that there is a designated blowjob couch in the Oval Office. <laughs> yeah, right. I wrote Obama wants to see your bussy. Uh, <laughs> I, le- I learned that uh, having kids is like getting a hand job from a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm the king. You look like you could use <laughs> You look like you could use a hand job. Did you King Friday? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the tiger, the tiger has to watch. The tiger's watching from the other side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, wow! You yeah. sure are taking that load. Oh my god! He doesn't have a throat, so it's uh, just yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just friction. You just anyway rough felt. So anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, I also learned Britney Spears still has it. Oh, she sure oh, yeah. fucking does. Yeah. Uh, I wrote that you should sculpt your pubes into cool shapes like a sailboat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a sailboat? For the ladies. Oh, sculpt your. Never your, mind. I thought you were implying that sailboats come in different shapes. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, wait. No, what? no, no. I you, mean, they no, do. I, I get but. what you did. Different shapes like sailboats have is what like, you heard. Like there could be a square. Yeah. Like. <laughs> a, 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 Polyhedron. I meant sculpting your pubes into into a sailboat. sailboat, Not not that sailboats are uniquely (laughs) multi-shaped. Sorry. 
Uh, a little rusty, apparently. Uh. <laughs> learn anything else? I mean, I did learn that FDR oh, yeah. uh, probably couldn't feel his nuts under that little blanket. <laughs> uh, I learned it's not Cologne unless it's from the Cologne region of France. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. You got anything else? Anybody? I got one more. What you got? Uh, I learned a few straight guys and some women equal one and a half gay men. <laughs> yes. That's how that's, that works. That sounds right. Got to do the queer math. Yeah, the queer the, math for the fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. The queer <laughs> math for the uh, fat idiot. So, uh, yeah. So we did it. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, I, I love, love doing this. It's nice to be here. Yeah, I love you too. You big this is always fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Big galoot. Yeah, big galoot. I like being here. I like doing this with you guys. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, always yeah. do. Uh, um, why don't we try and do the next one in a couple weeks, like, earnestly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're just getting lazy at this point. So there's, like, this hangover, like, mentality from COVID. COVID, yeah. yeah. And it's just, I haven't broken through it yet. Yeah. But I'm trying to, like, I'm literally. Me either. I, don't I think mean, we literally remodeled my kitchen to put a door. So yeah, did you see our fucking downstairs. handiwork? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did. I mean, hell yeah. I still have to do the trim work. <laughs> it's been like two weeks. Whatever. We'll... But, but like, I'm literally remodeling my home to make it so we can have people over more often and easier. Yeah. Yeah. So let's actually do that. Yeah. We're right. getting there. We are getting there. We're almost there. <laughs> um, I'll be back with my topic okay. next time. I don't have one yet, but uh, that's okay. It'll be my turn. So. That's okay. You have weeks. I do. I have weeks. Maybe we could do a sketch. Yeah. yeah. Racist hamburger helper is my, <laughs> is my main one. That's, maybe I'll write one so we're not just like, uh, yeah. okay, uh, yeah. maybe I'll write one down. But I think it's fun when we don't well, know what to do. Well, you can improv with, a, with an idea. You know, an idea. Yeah, right. We'll have a little, little kind of a framework. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, that's enough shop talk. Uh, thank you for listening to the Dude Cast. Sorry it's been so long. Looking forward to seeing you sooner next time. And uh, have a great day. The th- uh, thing. Yeah. Adios. <laughs> see you. <laughs> see you. Uh, fucking uh, see you.